Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. To Vegas. Geraldine Orozco is coming. Yes, she is. She is going to have her best party gowns waiting for us. And she promises her hair will be immaculate. Hi, Richard Elmore, Lazarus, Dogface Simon. How's it going? And uh, let's see. Double Day, good to have you here, my man. I'm all excited. Geraldine's here. I love it when she's here. And uh, we're going to be so, so into tonight's show. I don't know where we're going. We're just going to end up where we end up. It's the way we always do it. And, of course, the Super Chat is open. It's a wonderful way to support what we do on this show on a nightly basis. So let's get that kicked off. If you don't mind, we'd love it. And, uh, yeah, we're in for a great show tonight. Oh, I'm so excited. So, so excited. I had uh, actually, uh, the reason why I'm wearing a hat tonight is I had a wrestling match with my son. And uh, he messed up my hair. He won. Pin me for the three count. And there is Bill WD-40 lubing us up for tonight's show in the Spreaker chat room. Hi, Bill. Good to have you here. Five seconds to go. Let's get ready. Let's get ready to rock. Horns up. Let's do this. of Central British Columbia to you listening around the world. This, my friends, is Spaced Out Radio. I am your host, Dave Scott, sitting in the captain's chair of SOR headquarters. We welcome you to tonight's show on our terrestrial affiliates around North America, digitally on Odyssey Radio, TalkStream Live, and KPNL. All of our archives are free. Join us at YouTube.com forward slash spaced out radio do old davy the favor hit that subscribe button you can follow us on twitter at spaced out radio instagram at spaced out radio show and on tiktok at spaced out radio our website is spacedoutradio.com we have a plethora of features for you Rock out to Bumblefoot, read the newswire, check out our swag as well. Tonight's show is brought to you by Chive Charities. Help make the world 10% happier by visiting Chive Charities today. You can find them on our website. It is that time of the month once again where we bring in Geraldine Orozco for The Spiritual You. Geraldine is going to bring an impactful show tonight, as she always does. Then in hour number three, we are going to go to the swamp. Then Big Tex will be filling in for Super Duke on World Bigfoot Radio and on the Cryptid Report tonight. 
One of my favorite times of the month is when my good friend Geraldine Orozco from Bay Area Meditation in San Francisco, California, joins us for The Spiritual You. We've been doing this together for almost seven years, and every month Geraldine does so much to inspire me about getting healthier, getting better, feeling better about myself, and I hope she does the same thing for you because sometimes we could take the woo into different areas. She helps with consciousness. She helps with DNA pre-programming. She helps with hypnotherapy. She helps by just letting you be you. You can find more about Geraldine at GeraldineRosco.com. Let's bring her on in here. Geraldine, it is always a pleasure to have you on Spaced Out Radio, my beautiful friend. How are you? Hi, I'm fantastic. Thank you so much once again for having me. It is such an honor to be here. Um, I will note that for some reason, because we have severe weather, I think it's the wind or I don't know what's happening. We have been having power outages this week. So I'm crossing my fingers that we're going to be okay tonight. Um, But just FYI, if I duck out for a minute, I will come back and just don't panic. Okay. Well, you got to tell your neighbors to stop charging their Teslas. Go back to gas vehicles. It works yeah, better. Yeah, something like that. I'm just teasing. Something like that. Actually, now that you brought it up, maybe that is true. Hmm. Could be. Could be. I don't know. It's so I, weird. I don't know. But I am excited to see you in just less than two weeks here. We're going to hang yeah. out in San Francisco. I will be down for UFO Con 2023. And then Geraldine and I are going to slip away and go hang out where she's going to show me the city. And we're going to... We're going to play like the Go-Go's and all sorts of 80s rock. And we're going to put the top down and the windows down and sing Our Lips Are Sealed. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. And it's... Wow. I, I got a plan. <laughs> Who has the convertible, me or you? <laughs> well, considering I, I I don't know if uh, if I if I could bring my vehicle down. You know, it's, oh, a, it's okay, a long drive. Okay. <laughs> it's it's okay, a long we'll figure drive. figure it out. Yeah. I see the plan, though. Okay. <laughs> yes. We're going to be waving our hands in the air and, you know, <laughs> just a jubilant time. A jubilant time. No, but seriously, I'm so excited to see you again, my friend. And Yeah, me too. And congratulations. I'm sure your presentation is amazing. What are you going to be presenting on? I'm, I, I, I'm so curious to hear. I'm actually not presenting this year. I'm actually, oh, I, I'm hosting. I'm one of the hosts oh, awesome. and, and I'm, okay. I'm just down there for, uh, to kiss babies and shake hands. You know, that, that's it. Gotta do it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. All, that's all I'm going to be that's doing. That's awesome. You know, and my good friend and, and one of my team members on Spaced Out Radio, Kira, is going to be there with her husband, Mark. And by the way, Kira is dying to meet you. She feels really? she has such an, she is one of my spiritual gurus and she has Aww. such a connection with you. She's in our chat room right now listening as well. And, and she absolutely loves you. And, and she actually uh, sent me a message a couple of weeks ago and she's like, Dave, is there any way I can meet Geraldine? Because I really, really love her. And I, you know, I've been listening to her for a long time. And she's like, I, there she is. Oh, she's like, Kira, I can't wait to meet you. I hope I get to meet you when you're up here. Oh yeah. She is amazing. That's amazing. Thank you. Love you too. Yes. And Kira, Kira will be joining us in Las Vegas as well for the spaced out awesome. radio event. I'll so, be there too. I just got my tickets and travel arranged. Perfect. For that. Yeah. You are someone who has had a unique life. You are a professional woman 
who had a very professional career uh, in in the business world in San Francisco. And then all of a sudden, the strangeness happened. You decided to throw it all away to start this brand new career, this brand new life a few years ago about consciousness, DNA reprogramming, ET contact, yoga, health, Zen, Chi. And you have absolutely taken off with this it was like the the mother earth or the consciousness being or god really decided to kick you in the button and put you on your proper path it's been a few years now do you, do you still look back geraldine from your corporate days to where you are now and just say man I, I, this was silly why did i ever go down this path <laughs> Not at all. In fact, every single day, and this is really genuine, I am deeply filled with gratitude. And I was just thinking about that today, the amount of gratitude that I'm filled with. Every time that I connect with a new client, I'm working with somebody new. It is it is the most rewarding, uh, fulfilling, expansive um nourishing i mean it is just the most wonderful thing that that i that i have chosen to do in my life and that it's really what it comes down to is just you know i did the shadow work to get to know who i was and and what it was about and it it was not easy you know uh it took a lot of sacrifices for those that think our sacrifices away from the material world away from uh, looking for relationships, following the ideals of a system that are kind of produced for us, really just uh, surrendering and relinquishing all of those kind of like human desires. And really, I feel like the universe has given way back more, you know, and that in, in a sense of incredible fulfillment and uh, substance. So it to me, there isn't a single day. I never regret anything I do anyway. Um, but you know, this was just such a gift and, and I, I cherish it and I, I do my best to be of service every day. YJ says in our beautiful comment here, I participated in Geraldine's meditation the other day and it was really nice. She's a very good guide. Yes, she is. Oh, good. She knocked me good. out for I'm two so and a half glad. hours. She knocked me you out. You see, that's amazing. If I could, I mean, the fact that I have, I mean, just 10 people meditating with me, 15 people, but I mean, we're having thousand people that are uh, participating in these meditations, you know. So to me, that's that's mind blowing. The the dream of being able to hold space with people, uh, to do their inner work, to find peace, to even connect with love, even for five minutes. That to me is the most rewarding thing. So yeah, thank you so much, and hope to see you again, YJ. Oh yeah. Well, I know this. The last time uh, Geraldine's like, "Oh, let, let's just meditate a little bit. Let's let's just you just lay down on the bed and relax." Yeah, two and a half hours later, and I caught myself snoring. I felt really bad, and I'm like, you know, I felt sheepish. Like here I am snoring in front of you, and I'm like, "Oh man, that was terrible." Well, that that was a full blown hypnotherapy, and Dave went pretty deep under. Uh, and it's okay. People fall asleep sometimes in hypnotherapies. Um, but, you know, you were in hypnagogic state, which means that your pupils were moving. So, you know, you definitely went somewhere. So that's good. I still don't know where I went. I really don't. It's one of the greatest oh. things. I know you do. <laughs> You've got the secrets and you won't tell me, but that's okay. You can tell me in San Fran. Just give me a little 
Ashley is bringing you their biggest event of the year, March 10th through 12th. For three days only, shop Hot Crate Deals, the biggest deals of the year on trending furniture styles, decor, and more throughout the store and online. Plus, get no interest for 60 months with no minimum purchase and no down payment. The Orange event is happening for three days only. Hurry into your local Ashley store or tap the banner to shop and save today. Ashley. See store ashley.com for details. Business today looks nothing like it did yesterday. While it's more unpredictable, its possibilities are endless. At ADP, turning unpredictability into an advantage is what we do. Using data-driven insights, we design HR solutions to help businesses work better, smarter, so they can think beyond today and find even more success tomorrow. HR, time, talent, benefits, payroll. ADP, always designing for people. Oh, Dave, I sent you that recording like three times now, I only, but I, I, I don't I, know why I, it's happening. I only got it once. I only got it once, in that, and that was the first time. I've never got it since. But I, I totally went okay. off planet. Totally went off planet. Well, we'll send it after this show again, and I'm going to check in with you at the end of this week. Make sure you, you okay. have it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Perfect. You know, yeah. getting back to who you are, because our audience is always ever-growing, and there's always new people here. I mean, you, you say that you wouldn't change a thing for the world from your corporate life and leaving that behind, the friendships behind, the relationships that were there behind to doing what you're doing now. How many from the corporate world that you were dealing with then have come over to what you're doing now? Or is it just too way out there for them? No, a lot of my clients actually are either have transitioned or they're in the transition point. And, you know, the beautiful thing about it is having done this since 2017, like every single day. I mean, I, I teach meditations in 2008 and some of my clients from then that I'm connecting with now have completely transformed their lives as well. But the beautiful thing about working with people over the past five, six years is noticing that transformation um, and, and being able to be a part of that support. You know, when people begin to do that shadow work, it is amazing how we begin to turn on and activate our ability to manifest the life that we need. Um, so I see people leaving corporate jobs all the time. And actually, most people that come to me are people that have been doing shadow work for a long time, and they know that they need to make a transition somehow. Why? Because what they're doing isn't fulfilling enough for them. It's not so much about leaving the corporate world, but it's the question is, are you fulfilled in what you're doing? And if the answer is no, then there's an invitation there to figure out, you know, why and what is it that will fulfill you? Um, sometimes people go through transformations in their career. So I, I, I have a 70-year-old uh, beautiful woman that um, was a teacher for so many years, and then she went to school to be a psychologist now, she just graduated at 70 years of age, um, and she has her own practice now, you know. So all of that was led through her spiritual transformation. But for some people, you know, it's not even about finding a new career, but it is about finding yourself and healing. You know, you need to heal. You need to heal all of the parts of you that, that have been uh, traumatized, fragmented through life that don't allow you to seek out what is really, truly fulfilling for you. Um, and we block ourselves. Usually we self-sabotage. Um, we, we feel afraid. We feel doubt to make changes because we think we're going to be homeless or not have enough to cover the bills. But the truth is that a lot of people 
when they are true to themselves and find what really fulfills them, it's amazing how the opportunities come to them. New careers, new opportunities, networks, moving, new relationships, um, all begin to support this work, you know? So it's not really even just about career. It's about a deep internal fulfillment, which only can come when you heal and you integrate your internal core. That's really what it's about. How do you find that deep internal core when we're so worried about everything else that is really not important? Our cell phones, our bills, our uh, what we're eating, making sure that we have the right spice in our latte. You know, how do we how do we go about that? You know, I think I think humanity is changing, and I think that the collective situations that have happened in our world have given us an opportunity to kind of really question our focuses, you know, in life. I think what we went through over the past couple of years really made people pause away from their hectic routine life to kind of reconnect with family, to kind of connect with priorities, to kind of see what, what it means to be healthy. And a lot of people that have been going back to work from home have realized you know, how disconnected they were from their families, from themselves, from everything. So it's people have been really going through a readjustment where I think people are definitely looking more internal than external because now now we are dealing with potential wars on the horizon, all kinds of things that are changing our world. Um, So we are really questioning now, what do we need in order to be sovereign, in order to be peaceful, harmonious, healthy, and vibrant? So I think we're maturing as as a society. You know, I think that the mass humanity is doing that. There's a small percentage still that's deeply, deeply in sleep, you know, but most people, I mean, just walking in the street or going to the grocery store, it's amazing how... They have gravitated towards a more connected, uh, looking to nature, looking for healthy lifestyle, for spirituality. And the amount of people that are meditating now is just amazing to me. It is so love-filling, you know, to hear that. Um, so I think that um, how do we get to that core is by questioning if the things that you're doing in your life, if you are in alignment with them, that's the number one question. Is it is it really authentic for you? Are you in your full authenticity or do you wear a lot of masks in order to be able to carry out the things that you're doing, whether it's at work, whether it's in your relationship? And if you are wearing a lot of masks, you know, why are you doing that to yourself? What do you need to really be authentic? What are some of the patterns and things that you need to check in and begin to shift a little? So, you know, that's that's a really good place to start. But if we are in anger, if we are in lack, if we, you know, the, the body has an interesting way of, of working. We are connected to the earth energetically. We're also connected to source. And when our earth connection is wider than our connection to source, um, you know, usually people can be very wealthy, you know, they can have a good career, they can have a good family and and relationships, but they're going to feel unfulfilled, lonely and disconnected. Okay, if when we have a strong spiritual connection, but we have a weak earth connection, what happens is that, you know, we're kind of not even really in the body, we're not in the realm, and we also don't have material wealth. You know, so maintaining a balance is absolutely essential. Um, and I think that people are noticing that more, you know, and hopefully they, they make those changes. 
I think so, too. And, you know, the fact is you really have to start on yourself. Too many people today try and help others before they are helping themselves. That's right. And I guess my question to that is, how do we learn to focus on ourselves? I know you mentioned meditation. Uh, you know, and we have we have debated meditation for seven years here because, you know, <laughs> I, I just can't shut my mind off uh, at the best of times, let alone at meditation time. You know, but I, I'm just curious, you know, outside of meditation, you know, that deep thought that we have when we're commuting to work or we're bored at the day job or, you know, we're cutting the lawn or or, you know, we're charging our batteries on our car. You know, I mean, when we have that downtime for a lot of thinking, what should we be focusing on? Um, I think, I think, you know, harmony is something that we don't talk about a lot in our, in our everyday culture and our cultures, you know, Um, especially in, in our, in American lifestyles where we're so busy on survival, you know, all our attention is, you know, do we have the bills paid? Do we have the family fed are we okay for next month is our rent paid so many things happening on so you know um mindfulness is a really powerful tool that i utilize to help me stay absolutely present and it's something that is really simple completely free completely accessible you don't need to go to any fancy course or go meditate on a mountain in fact, bringing meditation into our every moment is actually one of the most powerful things that we can do to change our life. Because what happens is when we're fully embodied, when we're in the present, in the present moment in the physical body, it's almost like we have to be, we have to be really aware of what we're doing and why we're doing it. And right there, where the person that is aware, the person that is conscious of themselves suffers less because they can, they stop repeating mistakes that they've always been making over and over again. This could be ways that we communicate, things that we do, choices that we make, unconscious things that we're doing in our life that cause us suffering long term. So that and that and that can be very simple, like with choices in the food that you're eating, uh, whether you maintaining balance in your work, like listening to your body, like when you're when you're really done, when you need some rest, you actually listen and go take rest instead of ignoring, keep going. These are kinds of things that we need to change and gently shift uh, into coming into a bit of more mindfulness, you know. Uh, and I think that is a huge, huge shift in our lives. Very simple. Be in your body in the present moment. Something we've never talked about, we got about three minutes to go before we go to break, is trigger words. A lot of us from from past uh, lives, from past, you know, parenthood or trauma that we've suffered as children, teens or adults, we have these triggers that just kind of set us off. Okay, I'll give you an example. My dad is my idol. Okay, I love my dad to death. I'm a daddy's boy. But for a while there, during my informidable teenage years, my father got in the habit of calling me stupid. Today, when when somebody gives me that you're stupid look or, you know, makes a comment that I'm I'm not uh, a very smart person, you know, and, and there are people out there who think that uh, about all of us. It sets me off like anything, Geraldine. Like I am, right. I am ready to both cry and I'm ready to fight. Right. How do we right. release and these? 
Ashley's biggest mattress event of the year happening now through March 12th. For three days only, shop the Orange Event for Ashley Sleep Doorbusters. Your choice of comfort. Queens at $399.99. Kings at $499.99. Plus 60 months no interest, no minimum, and no down payment. Don't snooze. These mattress deals are only for a limited time. So hurry into your local Ashley store or visit ashley.com for better sleep and savings. Only at Ashley. See store ashley.com for details. Ashley is bringing you their biggest event of the year, March 10th through 12th. For three days only, shop Hot Crate Deals, the biggest deals of the year on trending furniture styles, decor, and more throughout the store and online. Plus, get no interest for 60 months with no minimum purchase and no down payment. The Orange Event is happening for three days only. Hurry into your local Ashley store or tap the banner to shop and save today. Ashley. See store ashley.com for details. Trigger words. Yeah, such an awesome question. But essentially, the thing is that the reason why it triggers us is two reasons, okay? Part of us believes what we're hearing okay part of us and and the other side of it is that part of us doubts ourselves deeply we we mistrust on ourselves and part of us doesn't know ourselves enough to be sure about who we are and this usually happens over time after a lack of connection with ourselves so it's really really important that when we are uh hearing these triggers, that instead of responding, we take a moment to, con to connect with the emotions that are being triggered by that. So, for example, you said you get really angry, you get cry, you know, you want to cry, just go deep into that emotion, go deep into that feeling and then unpack those layers, what's under there. And you what, what you'll find at the bottom of that is a deep feeling that you don't fully trust yourself. This is just an example, you know, people can find that belief in at the root of these triggers. And so to reverse that, what do you need in order to trust yourself and to believe in yourself and in, in your intelligence and in your ability and your in your in your, you know, know how, um, and that can change your life powerfully, because then because you know yourself, even if a person says 20 words, uh, synonyms for that, None of them will trigger you because you know who you are. And that, that's actually the power that the human has when they do know themselves. Damn trigger yeah. words. Damn trigger words that just get me going. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I agree with you. You know, I, I try and do a better job. And I'm sure many people out there try and do a better job at trying to release that overgrown pain or suffering you know there's no right. point in carrying on with it because it's just bad energy yeah and and part if the subcon the thing is that subconsciously our subconscious mind is actually the one that creates our reality it it's like a magnet that attracts us to similar things so if we don't address that trigger it's almost like we create scenarios where the person that would say that would encounter our lives. This is how strong our ability to manifest is. So if you if you handle that belief, then we won't be triggered when it comes up and we won't attract people that would communicate with us that way. It's all about vibrational frequency. We can actually change that by changing our core beliefs, which are the subconscious beliefs about ourselves. And on that note, we are going to take a break here on Spaced Out Radio, Geraldine Orozco from Bay Area Meditation in San Francisco, comes in for The Spiritual You, her website, 
GeraldineRosco.com if you ever want to book an appointment with her. I highly suggest you do. It's well worth it. Spaced Out Radio, second half hour. We'll be back right after this. I'm addicted to this smell. It's called... What is it? It's Element Botanicals Black Moon Aromatherapy. And you know what it smells like? Paid four, I paid $14 for this bottle. And, uh-huh. and it smells like... Do you remember as a kid when you used to eat the orange creamsicles? Uh-huh. Yeah. That, that's what it smells like. Orange creamsicles. That's delicious. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I smelled it for the first time. The lady who cuts my hair, uh, mm-hmm. she she sells them in her store. And I was like, wow. I was like what is that smell? Does she ship also? Uh, I don't know. I can find out. Yeah, that's nice. Very nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, my studio smells good. I got to clean it up this week. Oh, that's beautiful. So you just spray it around. It's like an air. Oh, yeah. It's like aromatherapy. Mm -hmm. I just. You yeah, know, like an oil. There it is. Oil. There it is. There it is. Right there. A little bit mm-hmm. of spritz right there. Woohoo! Very nice. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People pay big money to talk to Geraldine. Yes, she cost me an arm and a leg for this show. You should. <laughs> You, she, you, I do. Yeah, she she's like a true story audience. True story. Geraldine's like, you know, Dave, uh, you're gonna have to buy some or buck up for dinner for all the shows I do for you. Oh, how dare I never said that? <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, by the way, we do have to say, uh, and Geraldine, you can join me if you wish. But in our chat room tonight. John, aka Reekin Havoc, it's his birthday today, so let's uh, let's uh, send John some love. And uh, John, uh, yeah, what the hell? I'll sing you Happy Birthday, Happy birthday, birthday to you, Happy Birthday to you, Happy Birthday, Reekin Havoc. Happy birthday to you and your aliens. All right, there you go. Woo, happy birthday. That was so great. I couldn't interrupt that, Dave. Oh, that's the one thing I can do right. You know. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. No, we're going to, we're going to, uh, I like singing happy birthday to my audience. I do. I do. So nice. You know, in, uh. I, I, you know, in Vegas, we're we're gonna. That's my birthday weekend, my fiftieth birthday weekend. Oh my gosh! Look at you. Yeah, we're I gonna know. celebrate you in Vegas like that. That's oh yeah. Awesome. Oh yeah. There is gonna be one night where I celebrate me, and that'll be the Sunday night. It's all that's about amazing. me. It's all about mm-hmm. me. Hey, Obi Flat, how you doing, buddy? Good to see you. Yeah. And speaking of which, uh, I'm not sure a few of you are understanding, uh, but if you are, we've got a giant list of people who have uh, emailed in saying, we're coming to Vegas. The problem is uh, we don't know how many tickets you need, and we need to get our VIPs done up 
for before April 1st. Please email Kat at info at spacedoutradio.com info at spacedoutradio.com we got to get to know and this is important the reason why it's important guys is because we need to know how many swag bags we are making okay every everybody who's a vip is going to get swag bags and i need to know how many swag bags that we are bringing down so if you can uh get back to cat and choose your tickets how many tickets that you are going to need um, a lot of people are bringing loved ones or friends with them which is really cool but we would really appreciate you getting back to cat at info at spacedoutradio.com let them know uh, how many tickets you need are they vips or not what your shirt size is so that way we can make sure that we got the proper uh, shirt for you because we got a great logo this year and uh, we got great guests coming, too. I was uh, looking at our list the other night. Geraldine is going to be there. Science Bob is going to be there. Uh, Melinda Leslie, Jim Goodall, uh, Michael Schratt, Carter Bouchard, and uh, Merle is going to be there on the paranormal side. We got a lot of really cool people coming for you. And Random Guy is going to be there. Kira is going to be there. Our entire team is going to be there. So we want to see you there as well. And having as much fun as you can. Cat Chaser, I can't tell you what's in the goodie bag until you get there. So email in <laughs> at info at spacedoutradio.com and get your tickets cleaned up. Let us know how many tickets that you're going to need, your shirt size, because we need to know all this stuff. April 1st, man, i got to be printing T-shirts. Help us out. Here we go with the second half hour. Second half hour of Spaced Out Radio is now underway. Good to have you with us. My name is Dave Scott. Very much appreciate earning your listening ears. want to remind you that if you miss portions of this show or others, check out our free archives by going to youtube.com forward slash Spaced Out Radio. Do old Davey the favor. Hit that subscribe button. Our website is spacedoutradio.com. We have a plethora of features for you. Rock out to Bumblefoot, read the newswire, check out our swag as well. Follow us on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio, Instagram at Spaced Out Radio Show, and on TikTok at Spaced Out Radio. Here we go. Geraldine Orozco and the Spiritual You continues here on Spaced Out Radio tonight. Geraldine joins us every month for this awesome segment about our Zen, our Chi, And right before the break, we were talking about trigger words and how they can affect us. And Geraldine, uh, her website is GeraldineRosco.com. So, Geraldine, let's say hello to you once again. Hey, hey, thank you. Great to be here. All right. Enough of the trigger words because that's just going to upset me and many others because we're going to remember them. But let's, let's focus on, you know, the meditation aspect. You know, I was meditating the other day and yes i actually did you'll be proud of me for doing wow that. yeah so proud of you and i notice and i don't know if other people will do this maybe it's the mind playing tricks but a lot of times what i'll do i'll go in the bathtub okay and yes it's not a pretty sight but nonetheless i'll put a washcloth over my eyes get my eyes nice and black and i start seeing all of these really cool colors 
Ashley is bringing you their biggest event of the year, March 10th through 12th. For three days only, shop Hot Crate Deals, the biggest deals of the year on trending furniture styles, decor, and more throughout the store and online. Plus, get no interest for 60 months with no minimum purchase and no down payment. The Orange event is happening for three days only. Hurry into your local Ashley store or tap the banner to shop and save today. Ashley. See store ashley.com for details. Ashley's biggest mattress event of the year happening now through March 12th. For three days only, shop the Orange event for Ashley Sleep Doorbusters. Your choice of comfort. Queens at $399.99. Kings at $499.99. Plus 60 months no interest, no minimum, and no down payment. Don't snooze. These mattress deals are only for a limited time. So hurry into your local Ashley store or visit ashley.com for better sleep and savings. Only at Ashley. See store ashley.com for details. And then what I do is I ask my mind, okay, what are you trying to show me? Sometimes it'll show me shapes. Sometimes it'll show me uh, images of whether it's uh, aliens or UFOs or, or whatever it may be. How do I know that that's not my imagination, but that is my consciousness coming through, showing me what I need to see? So I'll put it this way. Uh, Both are valid, uh, your imagination and whatever inputs you're receiving. But here's the thing. We are such complex instruments. This physical body is a multidimensional processing system. But how we function is that the majority of what we experience is a projection, okay? So everything that's in your subconscious mind is what will be projected into your experience. And it's also going to serve kind of like a magnet that attracts you to things, even in out-of-body experiences. So when you close your eyes, you know, you begin to enter. And the fact that you're seeing colors, by the way, is phenomenal because when you see colors you're already looking at your energetic field you're exploring you're navigating that and that's huge so the colors mean a lot they tell you something Uh, most people will see violet light and the violet light is your crown chakra that's your center for intuition and every single one of your chakra systems is an overlay of frequency which produces its own color shade Okay, so the color that you see more of when you close your eyes is your most active chakra in that given moment, okay? And you can have many colors going on at the same time. Um, But essentially, uh, the more we purify and we deprogram programs, limiting belief systems, uh, subconscious programs about ourselves, especially emotional programs, it all starts in the emotional body. So if you are just a constant state of, you know, uh, triggers and emotions, uh, what you're going to be experiencing will kind of be filtering through that, through that filter, through an overlay. Okay, so as you clear that out, your ability to discern what you're experiencing will become clearer and clearer and clearer every time. And this is the beauty of being a multidimensional intelligent instrument that when we deprogram and we clear our chakra system and here I'll give you a tip you can actually do it really quickly uh, in your body if you don't have time to go into the emotions you can imagine spinning each one of your energy centers which are essentially connected to your endocrine system 
And imagine releasing all the gunk that's there, all the heavy energy that is stuck in that place. See, emotions are energy. And when we don't process emotions, we store them in the body. So as you spin each one of those vortices, imagine clearing the body out. The body becomes clearer and clearer and clearer, and it's easier for you to come into a state of neutrality. The best way to discern is by training and mastering a state of neutrality. That's actually the best way to do it. And your imagination is a tool. We have to utilize that tool as much as possible. In the beginning, when we have a lot of program and limiting beliefs and we watch a lot of TV or listen to a lot of radio or on social media or phones all the time, we are embedded with imageries and subconscious and subliminal information that stores into the mind that doesn't allow you get to your information. So that's why it's really good to detox from those things so that you can understand who you are and your imagination comes with pure information rather than borrowed information that's stored from all of these uh, external sources, you know. So this is how you can discern. Okay, what if, though, you have a career like a firefighter or a police officer or a military member where there are certain things you don't want to remember, number one, or number two, you've signed a piece of paper that says, no matter what, you're you're going to forget this because we don't want you talking about this, even though you can't really forget what you've experienced. But an NDA has a lot to go along with that. I know you've dealt with people like that before. Yeah. Yes, but just because you can't remember it, an NDA means you can't share it with other people, <laughs> right? But it doesn't mean you can't process yourself. Um, so we have to remember that what's really important is the health of the mind and that eventually, it doesn't matter how they try to program or suppress the memory, whether it's through trauma. When we become trauma, we become fragmented and the mind can compartmentalize events and experiences to the point where we can't access that information. But as you just said, it doesn't mean we don't record. In fact, our multidimensional bodies are recording data constantly, 360 around the body. We absorb it and the brain takes it in. And this information that we hold inside of our multidimensional system can never be erased. It's always stuck in, in our network of information, which is why when people meditate or they clear their aura or their chakras, like I just mentioned, some people can start arising memories that they never even knew they, they had. Uh, when, I, when I was doing my early work, I was able to remember memories inside of my crib and then even in my mother's womb. Okay, you, some of you might think that's impossible. How can you remember that? But actually, it is possible. Uh, and I began to remember things I never thought. And I, I work with my clients every day in uncovering these uh, memories so that we can gently heal any parts of us that have become, become uh, fractalized through traumas. And the thing is this, that first of all, you're a human, you chose to come into this physical realm for a reason. So I want to take a, uh, elevate your perspective up to a higher level for those of you that have this question. When you incarnate into the physical body, your invitation is to master this experience and to allow yourself to experience whatever is available here, okay? So there's uh, tons of agreements that we make in order to experience what we do, including these kinds of let's say, military people that have been fractalized by traumas. Um, 
the key is that a lot of these people, first of all, they're highly, highly psychic in the first place. Okay, so people that have these kinds of opportunities, which means that the fractalization is a very small little bump in their, their ability to access these memories. And once you begin to integrate by healing the trauma from the experiences, it will open up memories, all the memories that they need for their healing. Okay, so um, the only time we should be working with these memories is when we are actually proactively healing. Uh, most of us, when we have these memories, we tend to get lost in the story of them. And it can actually re-traumatize us or we might get stuck. And then we just keep reliving the same trauma over and over again. So it is absolutely number one essential that you understand how to process emotions. Feel the emotion and emotions are temporary. We are just getting the information. That's all. Once you understand why you feel that way, how you got there, you discard, you eliminate that sensation from the body to allow bringing the body back into neutrality. This is the power that man has to transmute emotional information and any kind of experiential information into wisdom, into something that can be expansive, healing, productive, and co-creative, essentially. Right. Okay. So the fact that sometimes we lock our minds onto things that maybe we shouldn't, is there a possible way to release that without, you know, breaking our own trust that we have given? Given to who? Well, to yourself. Given, given to the world. Let, let's say you, you're somebody who, yeah. you know, yeah. gives their gives their life to their team, their police force, their their firefighter, or or whatever they may be, the army, or or whatever it may be. You know, you you always have to be on alert. You're always more concerned about the other person. But how do you worry about yourself at that point? Because eventually, yeah, those so days end. So your your memories are yours, right? They're yours. You you own them. Nobody can tell you you can access them or you can't. Even if they try, that's not something that someone can actually do. You can override that. Our our power as as a as this multidimensional being, we literally can even tell our genetics uh, to embody certain states to create healing in our body. So we can tell the cells what information to take on and not. It's the same with memories. And the important thing is that we get, we access those memories in order to heal ourselves, regardless of the agreements that we make with people outside, externally, government, whatever. We need to heal. So if those are memories, and the reason why we're asking these questions is because it's bothering us and we need healing, then we need to address that. You know, that's, that's a priority. How do we do it is just like I was explaining, by, by accessing those memories um, through the pain body, okay? So um, even if you might not be able to remember what happens, you will remember uh, an overall emotion linked to that experience that will be subtly triggered in you. That's your entryway. If you sit with that subtle trigger emotion, um, you will be able to uncover the emotions through the meditation or through hypnotherapy, you know? Um, and And you can utilize that information for your healing. So it's not, you're not really breaking any rules internally. This is your mind. You have full governance over your mind. You know, there, it's an illusion to think that something external has more power than you for your healing. 
Ashley's biggest mattress event of the year happening now through March 12th. For three days only, shop the Orange Event for Ashley Sleep Doorbusters. Your choice of comfort. Queens at $399.99. Kings at $499.99. Plus 60 months no interest, no minimum, and no down payment. Don't snooze. These mattress deals are only for a limited time. So hurry into your local Ashley store or visit ashley.com for better sleep and savings. Only at Ashley. See store ashley.com for details. Ashley is bringing you their biggest event of the year, March 10th through 12th. For three days only, shop Hot Crate Deals, the biggest deals of the year on trending furniture styles, decor, and more throughout the store and online. Plus, get no interest for 60 months with no minimum purchase and no down payment. The Orange Event is happening for three days only. Hurry into your local Ashley store or tap the banner to shop and save today. Ashley. See store ashley.com for details. That's why we love you, Geraldine Orozco and the spiritual you here on Spaced Out Radio. Geraldine, you know what? One of the things that I absolutely love is a lot of times when we have paranormal, supernatural type experiences, a lot of us will lock those experiences way down deep because it either scares us, we don't want to deal with it, B, we don't understand it, and therefore we don't want to deal with it, or C, maybe our religious belief means that we truly don't want to deal with it. You know, how do we uh, compartmentalize a supernatural experience and be all right with admitting that it happened? Well, I think it's, uh, you know, the answer is kind of in the question. The, the, the invitation is to not compartmentalize it. Uh, you know, in fact, the human has the incredible resilience to be able to face any circumstance and the human body will adapt. This is, this is a fact. And so in the same way that we can even weather terrible earth situations in the world, we have to look at our mind as uh, kind of that you have the ability of mastering the mind as well. Okay? So in essence, when we look at the physics of our reality, our reality functions more like a hologram than an actual physical reality. Even the things that we can touch, there are dimensions in them which make it actually something that is not a solid substance. And we need to remember that because that's an important key to understanding that most of the things that we experience really fall in the basis of an illusion and through limited perceptions. And in order to truly know the truth about an experience, we need to look at many of those perceptions. And that actually is the most liberating and healing thing for human to do. So if we have some experience that's incredibly mind-shattering, just like, for example, what happened to me in 2013 happened to you too, you know? When we have these experiences, we don't even have any place to put it into our everyday lives. Um, you know, we have, to, we have to adapt. And the first way to do that is by working with the emotional body because actually the trauma we create for ourselves in our body the, the body doesn't know if what you're experiencing is reality or if you're watching a film. 
Okay, the processes are the same. The chemical responses are the same. So when you're in a state of fear or anxiety, you're going to have that adrenaline running in your body, which can really lower your immune system and suppress all kinds of things in the body that allow you to either come into a fight or flight. It's those fight or flight systems that will trap and compartmentalize memories for survival. Okay, so to unlock that process and unlock the memories and, and help you process those memories properly, we have to regulate the nervous system into a place of homeostasis. So actually the mastery of these great things, big or small in the world external to us, is actually in the emotional body. If we and, and that's the nervous system, okay? If we regulate the nervous system to a neutral state, regardless what we have, either in waking state or dream state, we will be able to overcome, adapt, and see and understand, take what is valuable from those experiences. Um, in my support group, I have people from all around the world that talk about these experiences. And sometimes after healing, so some of these experiences as they're shared the first time they come to the group are may, may sound terrifying, right? They're, they're terrified at what they, they experienced. But as we begin to process a story, as they begin to hear other people share their story, they begin to realize, number one, you're not alone. So that's a really huge thing. Try not to isolate yourself. That's why uh, it's important not to compartmentalize and to do some good mental care, emotional care for yourself. Because very easily when people try to have two lives, like you know I've tried to do, uh, you have one life as an ET contactee, one life as a regular person, you know, you can go nuts because how can you deny yourself something that you've experienced? Um, and this calls, causes a disassociation. So when the person feels supported, heard, acknowledged, they can accept their own experience. And that's really, really powerful. And that's actually the thing. What causes us the most suffering is the fact that we ourselves don't accept what we experience, even if it's this incredible phenomena thing. You know, so we have to be a little bit more malleable. Our minds and our brains and our bodies are incredibly malleable, incredibly resilient. We just have to bring our psychology up to those processes of natural evolution, which are always moving in cycles of life and death and change, you know. So um, it's kind of just part of our human maturity. As we mature, we become uh, able to flow with these things that happen a little better. Okay, and I, I thought that was a great answer. And my my understanding of it, as we got about five minutes to go before we got to go to break, at the top of the hour, Geraldine Orozco and the Spiritual You, continuing here on Spaced Out Radio. Okay, what if the experience is something that even though we don't recall it, our body or our mind right. or consciousness felt it right. was traumatizing enough yeah. that it doesn't want to recall what is going on. And it's saying to you, no, it's best if we don't go down that road. We don't need to bring that up. I'm doing this for your protection. Yes, that's absolutely, and that's why that's exactly why the brain compartmentalizes that memory for survival, because it doesn't know how to handle that experience. There are no files in that brain cabinet to apply to this scenario, and that's that's usually what causes PTSD. 
Okay, so a lot of contactees end up with PTSD because exactly this reason. So the thing is, is how uh, uh, it it uh, when it comes to that, it's not about remembering the details of the event anymore. It's again about dealing with the emotional trauma that it caused, uh, helping the human rebalance their nervous system, regardless what they experienced. And this is true for war veterans. This is true for people that have been abused. Okay, in all kinds of abuse situations, uh, as, as a psychotherapist, what we want to focus on is bringing the person back, feeling safe in their body, safe with their own emotions. Because what ends up happening is that it fragments them to the point where they can't trust themselves, not even their own emotions, what they feel, what they see anymore. You know, so this is number one. No human can operate under that condition. And then we have a lot of humans in our, in our society that are living like this. You know, and, and we, we put too little attention on mental well-being. It should be a must. So uh, when, when we help the human connect with themselves to deal with the emotions that arise, that's all we got to do. If the emotion that comes up is a terror and a fear, what do we need to do in order to transmute that into something more productive? Because these can paralyze somebody's life which does, you know, there's a lot of cases like this. So uh, that's primary the focus, you know, and that, that takes time, takes a lot of love, especially self-love, self-compassion, and building again self-trust so that they learn how to deal with any circumstance, anything that might come up. It's essentially the human learning how to deal with the unknown, you know, that's actually what humans fear the most, the unknown. So when we start um, learning tools to help us navigate the unknown, humans can become incredibly invincible and resilient in things. The resiliency is is the strong part. You know, but I'm thinking if somebody has a haunting or an incredible ET experience that they may not be prepared for, how are they telling whether or not it's been a positive experience or negative, because everything is going to come out as a, as an ex, as a negative experience in their mind. Yes, uh, but you know, again, we go back to the concept of perceptions. Most trauma is traumatizing because we completely get locked into our perception of our of how we experience something, and most healing is expanding the perception of that human that is actually the most powerful way to heal from trauma if you begin to expand and you know even in difficult cases like for example sexual abuse uh you know even in interdimensional contact you know how do you how do you expand the perception of someone you start looking at the mechanics of psychology why do people uh the laws of cause and effect why do people behave the way they do and when you begin to look at it like that, there's more uh, opportunity for the human to be acknowledged for their suffering and to be able to acknowledge themselves. Um, a lot of the reasons why we become, uh, you know, very traumatized also is because people start to, um, they feel a lot of anger towards themselves. They feel a lot of fear and anger that they are not able to hold space for themselves. They don't know what to do. They feel helpless, overwhelmed. You know, so um, again, it's about allowing the human to reconnect with themselves and 
it's it's not about truth, but shifting the perspective. Okay, shifting the perspective to to heal to heal what happened. That's a beautiful way to put it. As we close out our number one of Spaced Out Radio tonight, Geraldine Orozco and the Spiritual You continues with our number two of the show next. We'll stick with some aliens because aliens are always fun when Geraldine is around. We'll get to some audience questions too if you're in our chat room hanging on out with us tonight. We'll be back with our number two of Spaced Out Radio right after this. All right, we are in break, and we got about six minutes. So, if you want to take a break, Geraldine, I'll put you back in the uh, in the green room. Okay, and, and awesome. we'll be right back. I'll be right back, everybody. Stay tuned. Somebody drop an elbow on random guy just just because, just because it'll just make it more fun. Be right back.
All right, I'll be. You know what? Um, I I'll be right back. I gotta do something for Geraldine here. Hold on. I got a little surprise for her. All right, we got 30 seconds left. <clears throat> Big thank you to Cat Chaser and Random Guy for the awesome super chats. A super chat is a wonderful way to support what we do on this show on a nightly basis. So thank you so much. Let's see here. Am I missing anybody? All right, here we go. Hi, Donald Dean. You're listening to Spaced Out Radio with Dave Scott. Follow Dave on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio and on Facebook Spaced Out Radio Show. Here we go with hour number two of Spaced Out Radio tonight. My name is Dave Scott. Very much appreciate earning your listening ears. Wherever you are on this beautiful planet we call Earth. Hello to everyone listening in on our terrestrial affiliates around North America, digitally on Odyssey Radio, TalkStream Live, and KPNL. All of our archives are free. Join us at youtube.com forward slash spaced out radio. Do old Davey the favor, hit that subscribe button. The Desert Clam has set the password for tonight in the SOR Space Travelers Club of Sidonial. Oh, I got that totally wrong. Obsidianal. Obsidianal? Obsidianal. There you go. I finally got it as the clam sets the password each and every night right here on Spaced Out Radio. Our website is spacedoutradio.com. We have a plethora of features for you. Rock out to Bumblefoot, read the news wire, check out our swag as well. Follow us on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio, Instagram at Spaced Out Radio Show, and on TikTok at Spaced Out Radio. All right, let's continue on here with Geraldine Orozco and the Spiritual You. Geraldine joins us from San Francisco, California, where she owns Bay Area Meditation. Her website, GeraldineOrozco.com. And we're going to get some audience questions here in just a few minutes. But Geraldine, I got a little surprise for you during the break. You do? I do. What did you get? Well, you know, I know that you have an affinity for things that are cold and things that are, you know, you're always bundled up making sure that you're warm as anything and that, you know, you're allergic to the California sun or you're, you love the California sun, not the California winter. So I went outside during the break and I got uh-huh. you a big glass of snow. 
That's awesome. Yes. Thank you. So I, <laughs> I love up, it. I filled up the glass with snow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's amazing. You know, and this is edible. You know, I have no problem eating <laughs> this, and I will probably during the show. But, you know, it's it's nice. It's, it's so beautiful. Yeah. I, I mean, I could, I could sprinkle some on top of me. And, <laughs> you know, it'll it'll melt away. You know? So oh, my I, God, I just, Dave. <laughs> You're so funny. I thought you would enjoy that. And now my, now my pants are wet. But that's okay. That's okay. I'm, I'm glad I was able to get you some snow. And uh, and you get to enjoy the winter a little bit longer, you know. Just, wow! Just because thank of that. you. Next time, next time, get me a little bit of that aurora borealis you got going on oh, out there. Yeah, that was. That beautiful. is so gorgeous. That was beautiful. I literally, oh. it, it was freezing cold out out that night, and I didn't care. Sure. I I really yeah. didn't care. I just stood outside and watched the aurora borealis. You know, for about wow. 35, 40 minutes, and it was dancing right over top of my house. And and uh, the the silly part about it is the, the, the colors of the Aurora Borealis, at least in my area, are very, very tough to see. Oh. But the minute you put a camera on them, the colors yeah. come out, which is yeah, really, really Yeah, it's so really bright. Cool. Uh, it's insane. Ashley is bringing you their biggest event of the year, March 10th through 12th. For three days only, shop Hot Crate Deals, the biggest deals of the year on trending furniture styles, decor, and more throughout the store and online. Plus, get no interest for 60 months with no minimum purchase and no down payment. The Orange event is happening for three days only. Hurry into your local Ashley store or tap the banner to shop and save today. Ashley. See store ashley.com for details. When you stay at a Verbo, you always get the whole home. The whole upstairs, the whole downstairs, and the whole nap room. Only whole vacation homes. Always all yours. Book on the Verbo app. Yeah, it was amazing. Cool. It was very cool. All right, we got some audience questions here for you already. All right, let's get them. Let's yeah. start off with Toe Tag here. How does biofeedbacks, healing from past trauma or childhood traumas, how does it work? So we are actually bioelectrical in the way that we function, which is really amazing. Okay. So actually we give off electrical charges. Our body gives off electrical charges and also emotions, different emotions have also uh, bioelectrical charges. And there are programs, you know, in biofeedback that you can actually watch the levels of your brain waves to see where you're at. Okay. Altered states, produce a certain wavelength, a certain level, the vibrational frequency. And when people are in great distress, when they are in trauma, the wavelength will really show up, okay? It'll show up in a different uh, length. So there are different parameters, okay? So essentially how this functions is, especially in hypnotherapy or when we do like epigenetic psychotherapy, for example, like mm -hmm. what I do when we get into these deep root programs and we begin to uncover them, the, the person begins to release a lot of the stress that they haven't been able to address. You know, they have support. And when they're hooked up to this system, it can change. It changes the way. By the end of the session, they have a more even feedback coming in, okay? And they are able to, to enter in a more calming state, hopefully alpha, 
which is relaxation. We actually want to try to be in alpha state as much as possible. And we actually automatically come into alpha state when we go into nature or when we ground ourselves. You know, when we take our shoes off and touch earth, we the brain goes into alpha state. Okay, so we can produce those brain waves by regulating the nervous system as well. And that's really what it is. It's looking at the response of the nervous system and the biochemical responses, which are also bioelectric in the body. That's that's essentially how it works. Wow. Okay, let's go to another question here. This one comes from Christine. Today, I've had worry thoughts like something bad is going to happen to a loved one. How do I know if it's a real premonition, full moon, or other? I want to be wrong. Interesting. Um, you know, what's funny about that, love, is that you're like the seventh person today that has written me about similar premonitions, okay? Um, so let's just put that out there. And and I want to say that the... Uh, the cosmic energies that are going on right now are highlighting subconscious fears. Okay. So one of the largest subconscious fears that we have as humans is losing our loved ones or missed opportunities of showing love and expressing love or communicating what we need to communicate to our loved ones. So first of all, I'm going to say it's an invitation just because of the nature of this time that we're in full moon specifically, which is uncovering subconscious root programs and our levels of self-empowerment. Do we feel empowered and are we able to hold our space in those communications and interactions? If we don't, then this is the invitation um, to change that, to heal that. <laughs> Dave, Dave's eating snow. Okay. Um, so how do we how do we shift that love um, is by uh, working first with the triggered emotion that you feel, whatever it is. Okay, first you're going to work with that and take a look at your relationship with whatever trigger is coming up. What's the fear that you're experiencing? Are you fearing losing someone, someone becoming ill, not having the support? I want you to get really deep into that program and you are going to balance your emotions so that you understand, you provide yourself all the tools so that if it were to happen, you are able to support yourself emotionally in these scenarios, okay? That's the invitation. Now, how do we know the difference between a true premonition and something that we are just fearing, okay? It's, it's there in, in the question, the fear. Uh, when we have intuition, intuition should become neutral. It should be completely neutral, uh, when we have emotions interfering in those in intuitions, um, they can we can really taint the clarity of what we're experiencing, and we can also sway the kind of responses that we're getting. So here's a tool that I tell my clients I teach is to uh, shrink the first three layers of your body, which are the first three chakras. These are what connect you to the physical, and they are your emotional system. Okay, when we are fearful. Our emotional gauge and our intuition is never going to be accurate because it's going to come from survival. That's only partially true. It's valid and necessary and important, but it's only partially true. The higher mind allows you to access to collective truth, which is a much larger thing. It looks at you and the whole, and the information it provides you will be you know, a higher truth for your navigation. So you want to open your heart, your throat, and your third eye. And you're going to open your crown 
And when you're in this state called reading state, your body looks like a martini glass energetically, that you are able to tune in to true intuitive information. The moment your body starts contracting, the muscles in your body, your nervous system starts going out of um, out of balance, that's your indication to center yourself again and try again, get the information again. And you have to be completely neutral. That's how you know. That's how you can discern pure information from something that can be tainted. Um, and there's so much more to this that I wish we can talk about. But if you go to my channel, on my YouTube channel, I actually have a video on this, how to discern. And I go through the entire process. I mean, the ins and out of it. So I hope that this can help. And I hold space for wellness for your family. Okay? Know that we're going through this transition right now. Well, let, let's talk about premonitions for a second because those are very, very powerful thoughts. And it's not just about something negative that California is going to, you know, slide under the ocean in an earthquake or or nuclear weapons are going to be fired within the next 30 days. It has nothing to do with that. Premonitions can be anything from, from you know, maybe seeing somebody get in a car accident or seeing uh, somebody who's going to meet the love of their life. I mean, it can be absolutely everything. It doesn't always have to be negative, yet that seems to be the spin that we put on premonitions when we look in our mind. I mean, anybody, like if if I were to do a premonition call-in show, I can guarantee you about 90 to 95% of those premonitions are going to be something negative. You know, a, a president mm-hmm. or a yeah. prime minister is going to be assassinated. There's going to be another COVID outbreak. You know, uh, right. we're running out of food. You know, we're running out of energy. You know, uh we're going to all get attacked by grizzly bears. You know, it just, it always seems to be negative. When do we start seeing the positive? When can we put trust in positive premonitions as well? Yeah, I love that, Dave. Thank you so much for bringing that up because it really is about training our intuition. And all of us should be training the intuition because this is the technology of the body. This is the future of navigating this very, uh, you know, confusing world with an overload of information and accessibility to information. How can we know what's true? Well, the only way to do that is by training your body. Your body is the most incredible instrument of intuition. And um, I invite you to train this on a daily basis because through the daily practice of tuning into your intuition, you begin to understand how you function. Your gut feelings, when the ego gets involved, when it's a survival message, you know, all of these things are things that you can begin to discern and, and know about yourself. Take time to get to know yourself. Get to know your deepest fears your deepest anxieties, your doubts about yourself. When you begin to address those, the information that you tune into will be more neutral. Like like Dave said, it's not going to be about these terrible things because, I mean, we can watch news for one hour and then tomorrow we can start feeling anxiety and then we, we're like, hey, why am I feeling this way? Well, our subconscious mind is very powerful. Even when you're listening to the radio, to the television, to a conversation about these things, Your body is recording that. So kind of uh, really take care of your body and preserve what you allow into your space. 
if you're allowing a lot of negative information in your subconscious mind and in your field, you know, that's going to be all you're going to be looking. That's going to be a filter of how you see the world and how you perceive things. And that's only, again, it's only partially true, okay? So we want to try to be as holistic and as healthy as possible, creating this neutral state of observation. And um, the more that we train that, the easier it is for you to have a really clear intuition. And, you know, start practicing with something so simple, like what color should I wear today? The first thing that comes to mind, calm your body, come into neutrality, come into that reading state. The first thing that comes into your mind, go with that. Okay, you'll also learn how to uh, listen to your gut feelings. Your gut feelings, usually you'll notice, I want you to pay attention when you get them. Notice how the body feels when they come up. Okay, there's not a lot of logical thinking behind there. It's just an uh, immediate first image that comes into your mind, and it's not emotional. It's very straightforward. So this is kind of a way to begin to, you know, get to know yourself and how you get your information. And you'll be able to tune into all kinds of intuitive things, positive, negative, whatever. It's neutral. It should be neutral. How do you control, make that neutrality, though? Because our minds are so focused on negativity. Right, exactly. So neutrality is something that we train. And we train it by understanding that we control only ourselves. That's the key to understand. When we believe that we are at the mercy of external events, whether it's the earthquake, whether it's the the wars, whatever's happening, it's very easy for the human to completely deplete their life force and they end up being completely uh, feeling helpless and overwhelmed and it's easy to get lost. So the best way, this is proven for a human to re redirect that attention from the external to the internal, now we can cultivate a lot. The fact that you're attending to yourself actually creates a regeneration of your own life force. You're not tired anymore. You're not going to get sick so much. Your body responds, okay? So as you connect to your body and you begin to practice present moment awareness, this mindful awareness helps you begin to understand the difference between what you are truly feeling and what's being triggered. And this is, this is how you can train your body to be neutral because once you understand that external things are an illusion, you know, a graphic experience, and you master the emotions, most of the emotions that we have, they're only useful for one second. They give us information. And the only thing we really need to understand from that emotion is whether you're going to live or you're going to die. That's the only thing that your body really wants to know. Okay, so once you assess that very basic primal way of translating information, you can get to the really good, good stuff that you need to know about that experience. And you get to choose your response now instead of just reacting blindly to what's occurring. Okay, so uh, neutrality, which I call it the zero point, when we come into that space, actually the body begins to activate. You, you begin to spin. We actually function like vortices. And when our body starts to spin its vortex, you can come into joy, harmony, love from that neutral place. 
you can control what you're experiencing and how you're filtering your perception. So this is just a really powerful tool that you can utilize. Geraldine Orozco in The Spiritual You. we got five minutes before we got to go to break at the bottom of the hour here on The Spiritual You. Geraldine, uh, we're talking about premonitions here and how we can control them and how we can really push to, you know, be positive about them. I mean, the one thing that I like about a good premonition, especially if I'm down, because I do suffer from depression and anxiety, is manifestation of something good. You know, because it's easy to dwell. You know, like I can read the comments in the chat room or or online about this show, and 99.9% of them are going to be fantastic. But it's always that one that just hit home. And it's like, I'm not good enough. What am I doing? What am I wasting my time for? We always have to be able to generate that positive energy to bring ourselves up, to give ourselves that natural high, like I I like to call it, that we could feed off of that. You know what? It's not about that 0.1%. It's really about the 99.9 that is willing to, you know, come up to you, shake your hand, give you a hug and say thank you or great job or or you did it or, or whatever it may be. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. how do we take that? If we're down in the doldrums and we got that black cloud hovering over us, how can we start to eliminate that black cloud to see sunny days again? Absolutely. So, you know, the black cloud actually is a more of a literal sense when you – you know, look at the multidimensional body. So after working with hundreds and hundreds of people at this point, what, what I see in common people that hold depression are a couple main things I'm going to point out. And this is important because it helps you understand how to release it. Okay. Uh, when I look at your multidimensional body of people that are depressed, there's main things. Number one, their multidimensional body, it's very cloudy. Literally, it's like dark gray dim light, not a lot of life force. Their vortex is really slow spinning. It's sluggish. The energy is sluggish of their bodies. Okay. And most of their uh, cord, remember we talked about spiritual cord and the physical cord. Most of their physical cord, it's thin and spiritual is non-existent. Okay. So in that helps us understand how do we change that. Okay. The human that is in a state of depression is unable uh, in, to accept itself or the things that are happening external to it. So that's the number one thing. That it has to learn how to accept. And this requires some, oftentimes spiritual maturity and also emotional maturity. Uh, because um, they, they are in profound denial of the things that happened, why they happened. You know, they are stuck in the stories of the things that have happened. And those are all non-existent in this present moment, which takes me to number two. The human that is depressed always has their mind in the past or in the future. And this is literally energetically. The way that they look like is like a spider web is stuck on the top of the head to all these points. None of them are bringing energy into their body. They're all depleting the energy out of the body. And there are in invisible points that don't exist in this present moment. They are in the outer fields of their field. Okay, so that's another thing. So they need to come into the present moment 
And in the present moment, well, what they will find is that they're actually okay in this present moment. The health is okay. They have a roof over the head. They have food in most of these cases. Even, even for my clients that are homeless, I work with people that don't have a home. Uh, when they look at the present moment, you have an opportunity to find things that you're grateful for. And that great gratitude is a number three point. When you begin to feel gratitude, you begin to move your energy from the external to the present moment. And it begins to generate a feeling of self-fulfillment and empowerment. Because this is what you have power over. You have power over your emotional state, regardless of what's happening external. And that, that's what we need to remember when we, when we come into these funky states. It happens to me too. You know, sometimes things can be overwhelming and you just want to, you know, hide. You want to hide somewhere. So when you begin to come into the present moment, there's no way that you can be um, depressed when you're in the present moment. This is a tried and true thing that I have experimented time and time again in my life going through depression as well. Um, and from there begins gratitude, gratitude for this water, gratitude for the light, gratitude for the warmth, gratitude for uh, the wisdom, gratitude for even just knowing that you can be in the present moment, okay? And gratitude for knowing that you're in charge of your emotions and your perceptions. So when we, when we hijack the brain from those illusions of suffering because suffering is always a choice always oh sorry go ahead <laughs> Geraldine Orozco <laughs> and the spiritual that. you will return for the final half hour of hour number two next her website GeraldineRosco.com. we will be back with your questions and more on Spaced Out Radio stay tuned we'll be right back Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Ran out of time there. Want some snow? Oh, I love the snow. Is it melting already? It, it is starting to melt. and uh, Oh. Oh, yeah. You can tell by it's starting to swirl around. <laughs> sure you don't want any? You know what's so funny is that I have been uh, craving popsicles so much this whole week, and I, I found these amazing organic sugar-free watermelon popsicles. Oh, just love them so much. I've been eating them. So it reminds me of that. Even in the winter here. Hopefully the weather's good by the time you come. Um, A little better. better, Well, it's supposed to start warming up. Let's see. Uh, Let's see here. Take a little peeky-poo here. Uh, 10-day forecast's going to be still raining, so... Well, it's always raining and cloudy and sunny and windy when I'm there. Never changes. Uh, Let's see. What do we got here? We got uh, clouds and clear sky tonight. And it'll be a low of minus 9 Celsius. Mm. That's not bad. That's almost T-shirt. That's hoodie weather. That's not even... That's not even ever, Dave. That's what you said about fifty degree weather. (laughs) Yeah, and then uh, tomorrow it's we're going to be above zero. Tomorrow it'll be about thirty four degrees, thirty five degrees. It'll be about thirty three degrees on Thursday, and then about thirty one, thirty degrees on Friday, and then we start to warm up from there. 
But oh, there's a couple great. there's a couple days of light snow in between, but that's okay. That doesn't stick. Oh, that doesn't stick. Very good. We're starting the warming up process. That's all that nice. matters is the we're starting the warming up process. So uh, I'm baby on the way. Do you find yourself thinking a lot about your family's future and ways you can plan for your family's future help? You should look into cord blood banking with Viacord for your newborn. Visit Viacord.com. That's V-I-A-C-O-R-D.com to learn all about the benefits of saving your baby's cord blood for your family. Cord blood banking is a great way to start your family's future health care planning. That's V-I-A-C-O-R-D.com. Sign up for the Planet Fitness Black Card for $1 down, $24.99 a month, and get a free Amazon Halo Fitness Tracker. Deal ends March 15th. 12 month commitment applies. See Home Club for details. I literally have, like, if I go outside my my carport here, I literally have about three feet of snow just sitting there. Wow. <laughs> That's great. You can jump in it well, if you want. I'm good. <laughs> but it is getting down to 39 here tonight. So it's oh. just pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Hoodie weather. Hoodie weather. <laughs> That's funny. I would like to see how big your closet is of winter jackets. Uh, yeah, that that is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are hilarious. Uh, working out, not too bad. I think I'm down about another inch and a half on my stomach, which is nice. Wow. Yeah. And Dave, uh, you totally lost weight. I, can, I mean, you can oh, yeah. tell. Oh, yeah. Right in here, yeah. you can tell. Right in yeah. here. So yep. I'm, I'm not going to lie, Geraldine. Uh, when you see me in like 10, 11 days, I'm looking handsome. I really am. <laughs> wow. I know. You always uh, I, look handsome, Dave. I am really looking handsome right now. And uh, <laughs> okay. It's tough to say. I know. I know. But. Uh, um, Sometimes you just have to just say it. Uh, I'm looking handsome. Uh, Neil Lattenberry, are you coming back to Vegas this year? Still haven't seen your answer. We need some Neil Attenberry time in Vegas. Yeah, we do. Who else is coming to Vegas? Come hang out with Geraldine and myself and many, many others at the second annual fan party. Thank you, Rain. Yep. <laughs> Yep, second annual. Oh, yeah, Neil is yeah. coming. Cool. Cool. Neil's a good dude. Smart dude. Awesome. Yeah. So Can't if, wait to meet you guys. Oh, we have, I think, when I checked the list, almost 70 people coming so far. Wow, that's yeah. so fun. Yeah. Hi, Julietta McGill. So great. Yeah, almost 70 people coming so far. And that's not including our special guests like yourself yet. So wow, if everybody so confirms awesome. and, and shows up and, uh, and, uh, and is there, it's going to be amazing. But yeah. I think next year we're going to move it out of Vegas and we are going to go to, um, I think we're going to start making it a radio station tour and be where our oh, radio stations that's are. Exciting. So I think uh-huh. we're going to start in Arizona at Apache Junction. Because that's where two of our stations are. Oh, so, wow. 
yeah, either there or Vernal, Utah. One of the two. One That's of the a great two. idea. That's an awesome yeah. idea. I love that. Yeah. Thank you to Random Guy for four super chats tonight. Uh, Geraldine. Oh. Yeah, Random Guy is going to be. Thank a, you, a Random Guy. He, he He's all excited to meet you in Vegas. And, oh, awesome. And thank you to Deb and Cat Chaser as well for the love and support. Really do appreciate it. And um, here we go with the next half hour, everyone. We've rounded. Uh, nope, uh, we're past the halfway point. Jeez, my mathematics is off. My mathematics is off on the time clock. Yes, we have passed the halfway point of Spaced Out Radio tonight. My name is Dave Scott. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us as we earn your listening ears wherever you are on this beautiful planet we call Earth. Reminder to all of you that if you missed portions of this show or others, check out our free archives at youtube.com forward slash spaced out radio. Do old Davy the favor, hit that subscribe button. Our website is spacedoutradio.com. We have a plethora of features for you. Rock out to Bumblefoot, read the newswire, check out our swag as well. Follow us on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio, Instagram at Spaced Out Radio Show, and on TikTok, even though I don't know how much longer we're going to be there, at Spaced Out Radio. Geraldine Orozco and the Spiritual You. We have Geraldine until the top of the hour here. Her website, GeraldineRosco.com. She is the owner of Bay Area Meditation and comes in once a month to talk about all things about ourselves. Sometimes we have to open up that way. Geraldine, uh, we're going to kick off with Tony in the UK here. He is asking, you speak of healing earlier. Please tell us about different modules of healing. Reiki, Bowen, shamanism, spiritual, self-healing, your recommendations and thoughts. Hmm, interesting question. Okay, um, Reiki uh, is an energy. Okay, well, let, let me put it this way. Everything that you listed here, all of these are forms of working with life force. Life force is everything that what brings the molecules to life, okay? They are the one that charge those molecules with uh, life. Uh, what you do with that life force and how that life force is cultivated will either result in a higher state of consciousness or not, okay? And these modalities, these different modalities will address different facets of how a human organism is holding uh, that life force, Shamanism works a lot. Well, it depends. There's thousands of different kinds of shamanism, but essentially to be a shaman means to master a certain aspect of a life force. Okay, it can be, uh, 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 for example, I'm an energy shaman, so my work is working with energy. I'm also a medical pranic healer and a qigong master, so my work, my work is primarily with life force and how it runs through the body, how it maintains balance. All of these healing modalities are to learn and to teach the human to bring themselves into the optimum balance, harmony, internal harmony, 
and then harmony with the external. So that's really what it's about, okay? Reiki is a lighter form uh, of pranic healing or energy healing, which is about directing life force to someone for healing. You can heal someone from pain, heal your body, things like this. Now, pranic healing is a little bit more advanced in that it really goes in depth as a, as a healing modality in how to utilize energy as a way to navigate your human experience, both physically, emotionally, and psychologically, okay? Uh, all of these three ways, spiritually, physical, and psychological, are ways that we learn how to navigate our physical realm. And they are all ways that a life force manifests and is expressed and is directed, okay? So we, we're essentially just learning how to do that. Now, the spiritual self, the spirit, is the most non-physical aspect of ourselves, and it's actually the largest part of ourself. We don't think it is because we are very tied to our material, physical world. But when we begin to uh, activate our higher faculties, we notice that our multidimensional body transcends our concept of time and space. We have past lives, we have future lives, uh, infinite fractals of ourselves that we can tune into and navigate through dream time. So all of those can actually help the human heal. Heal themselves, break karmic contracts, karma being cause and effect, uh, and anything that is creating blockages in their life. The idea is to release blockages from the mind, the body, and the soul. That's, that's all it comes down to. Release your blockages. And blockages are filters of perceptions. They're thought forms, which again are life force. It's energy. Okay, So that's why it's actually boiled down to the cultivation and the mastery of life force. Because we are vibrational, bioelectrical, biochemical organisms. Um, so it really depends on what you're healing. I mean, in, in regards to healing... Um, what I think is the most effective um, is for you to get to know yourself. What are the things that trigger you? In that information is a wealth of information. It tells you about your patterns, things that you inherited epigenetically, emotionally, collective trauma through your generations, through your DNA. And it also helps you break potential uh, interdimensional experiences in dream time. Um, and it also helps you heal your body, okay? So just that right there, find, learn how to um, transmute your triggers. And, you know, I could talk about this for hours, but I will stop right there. And then let me know if you have any follow-up questions, Tony. Thank you. All right, let's continue on here. Let's go over to Nancy. What if all this strange energy around us makes you feel stronger and more focused than ever? That's amazing. That's amazing. It's your time. And I think that, um, you know, it's, it's really good. I mean, obviously, you've done some healing work in the past that led you to take, to benefit from the energies that are happening right now. People that have been doing shadow work for the past three, four years during the pandemic are really benefiting the most from right now. Okay. But those that haven't, are going to be struggling a lot right now because of the nature of the cosmic energies that we're experiencing collectively are really looking at the subconscious mind. The month of March, we're dealing with Pluto 
uh, energy. And this is something that I foresaw in 2017. I actually have it recorded in the hypnotherapy that I did in that I said Pluto is going to come and really change a lot for humanity. That's why this month and next month is completely important because this is where the subconscious mind of the collective gets flushed out. That means disclosure in many different things. ET disclosure, interdimensional high technology disclosure, health and medicine disclosure. So for that, humanity has to prepare for major uh, jumps in, the, in how we're doing things. A lot of things are going to change. So if you're someone that's been doing shadow work, it'll be easy for you to create peace with all these changes coming to maintain your center. That's the thing. So Nancy, awesome. You're doing amazing. I love that positivity, and and it really goes to show the power of positivity. Once you get the ball rolling, it can continue if that's what you're focusing on. Exactly, exactly. Co-creation is is what you're doing, allowing you to to experience productive co-creation. Okay, or is it taking you in destructive cycles? That's the question. And so we want to take a look at our thoughts, our emotions, and our actions making sure that we're congruent with what we want to get. Excellent. Excellent. Let's go over to part two or part two. Do you YouTube Reiki video or do YouTube Reiki videos work in your opinion, or does it have to be individualized? Let me put it this way. Uh, In reality, nobody heals you. Okay, and um, that is the fact. Every healer holds space for you to heal yourself. Somebody talked about placebo earlier in here. Okay, that plays a huge role. The The power of our mind over our body is incredibly powerful. But we've been trained to externalize our power in medical, psychological, physical, every way. So when we begin to redirect that to ourselves, you will discover that actually you're the one that's being receptive to the healer, which allows you to receive the life force through your own channel into your body for healing. Okay, so you heal yourself is what's actually happening. So if you trust yourself and if you believe in your power of your mind and the power to heal your body, You can listen to any video and it will have an incredible effect on you. You need to surrender, trust, and then allow, allow yourself. You're directing your energy anyway. Okay. So, yeah, but I also want to mention, please be discerning with some of these videos, making sure that, you know, they're in a high vibration, that that's all. You just have discernment of that. And, And again, remember that you choose what you allow into your body. Okay, so the idea, and I agree with what you're saying. I mean, you have to really search for the message in order to have your consciousness or your body accept the message. So, I mean, you could have somebody who gives you the best advice ever, and you may go, well, that really wasn't for me. Or you could have somebody who just says a couple of small words that just hit that little ticker in the right way, and your body is like, boom, that is the boost that I needed. I mean, it, right, it really right. is that simple. It all depends on on whose message you're going to accept. 
That's true. But you know how that message happens? For example, somebody has intuition, right? So they merge with your body, they read your body, and they tell you something you already knew, okay? That's the thing. That's the thing. The information is in you, though. That's something you have to realize. And the, the psychic or the healer picks up on that and gives it to you, but it doesn't mean you couldn't have accessed that on your own by uncovering your own layers. You could also do it yourself. And I'm, I'm a huge fan and a supporter of people that learn how to heal their bodies because that's the empowerment of humanity. We should never depend on anything external. But that's my opinion. <laughs> well, whatever works is working for you. And the message seems yeah. to be getting through to the audience as well. You know, I mean, how does how does it work? I mean, a lot of times for us humans, we, we do things that are very, very, uh, how can I put it, addicting. Whether it's cigarettes, whether it's alcohol, marijuana, uh, other stuff that is out there that... YouTube doesn't like us saying, okay, I mean, there are a number of things and habits that we have as humans that, that can be almost crutches to the, to that uh, uh, possibility. I was dealing with that with a friend of mine earlier today and uh, having discussion about that. And he, you know, he came to my work and we were talking about drinking and he's like, you know, I'm stressed out. I don't want to drink. I'm, I'm, I'm clean right now and I'm just battling it. How do you keep that energy when those crutches are so easy to fall back on? Mm -hmm. Okay. <clears throat> so most addictions are, uh, again, going back to the concept of lack of acceptance of things that have occurred to us. Because we have such little education on how to manage our emotions at an early age, and because we are parented by parents that also don't know what unconditional love is or healing or support, and sometimes even the ones that we do think have it, uh, we discover later on it wasn't the way that we need, needed to receive that love or that affection, that connection. So this human experience is really about learning how to be your own source of everything that you required from parental uh, figures. Most trauma occurs at that early age and most addictions occur between the age of 15 and 21. Okay, and, it's, and there's an entire metaphysical reason for this. But usually when the human is, un, uh, especially after they begin to activate um, the sexual energy in the body, uh, whether organically or through some kind of abuse situation, uh, it's very easy for the human to be completely disconnected from their emotional and physical body. We actually want to escape because we don't know how to handle the hormones. We don't know how to ha handle the sexual drives. We don't know how to handle the fear and the separation. So for children, it's really important to hold space for them when they are beginning to venture out and want to escape from those really strong emotions into something that will comfort it. Now, different drugs do different things. Different substances are different effects on the, on the human. But all of them focus on suppressing the nervous system, uh, which uh, is essentially uh, how the biochemicals are functioning in our body. And that imbalances the emotional body. It will not allow you to connect with your emotions. So this is so addiction is, you know, 
what people use to not face the difficult emotions. We have to go back to those difficult emotions that we can't face and sit with them. And that's the difficult thing that most people want to run away. Uh, in countries that have less violence around the world, rehabilitation has proven to completely change the economical structures of, of societies. And what do they do in rehab? They provide emotional, psychological support for people because that's the problem. That's what causes the addiction. So when we train the human to feel safe again in their body and to reach empowerment again, they can feel like they can live in their bodies and begin to have discernment and sovereignty over their physical body. And it's something that's incredibly, incredibly important that we should be focusing on as a community in our families, not just discard people that do, um, you know, are addicted to anything because they need the most help. They need more love, more support, more uh, community and family, you know. So uh, always try to bring them back to themselves to feel safe, unconditionally loved, um, and as you, Dave, you support your friend like this, you know, you hold space for them so powerfully, you know, so it's like a father figure, what usually the people haven't had, they haven't had that father, that support. So, I mean, as you're experiencing, it's a really powerful way to change. Excellent. Let's get to a couple more questions here. Christine wants to know, Geraldine, have you seen or felt any beings or craft lately? Uh, craft, yes. Uh, not beings, but I did have some intense dreams uh, this week, actually. Uh, with the full moons, I always have these intense dreams. But the other day, I went to the beach, and I actually have a video of it that I posted on my Instagram. But a little light came out from the from the cloud and moved over here. And at first, I thought it was a plane, so I waited and waited and waited for it to move, and it wouldn't move. And then after a while, it just shot, disappeared up. You know, so I did see that, and that was right by the beach, uh, over the water. So, you know, it could be one of these unidentified water things. Not a balloon of any kind. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was the last time. Do they give you little signs when they're around? You know, to be honest, Dave, uh, I, I sense all the time. All the time, just because of my psychic abilities, what I have cultivated this vision, which anyone can do, but you can connect with this information at any time that you want to, that you're willing. Um, I don't really get signs anymore because I'm kind of in and out of these realms all the time at this point, you know, so it's just a constant communication. Sign up for the Planet Fitness Black Card for $1 down, $24.99 a month, and get a free Amazon Halo Fitness Tracker. Deal ends March 15th. 12-month commitment applies. See Home Club for details. Don't let life pass you by. It's time to go big at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. Whether you're working toward a bachelor's degree or training for a technical career, MGCCC can help get you there with a wide variety of classes offered online and on campus. Spring term begins January 11. So what are you waiting for? Visit mgccc.edu to register for spring classes today and go big with Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College constant interaction that's what it's become now all right let's go to another one and let's go to leafs in 67 best forms 
of healing like super or secret super foods or anything. Um, I got Ooh, an, I got an answer for him before. Yeah. This show. And awesome. that would be if you want your best and I, I'm serious about this Leafs. If you want your best form of healing, what you need to do is change hockey teams. <laughs> you have been suffering since 1967 without a Stanley cup and your seat your lawn chair on Young Street in Toronto has so much dirt and dust and garbage on it that even if the Leafs win the cup, you won't be able to sit on your chair because you won't be able to find it. Okay? Change hockey teams. Your entire attitude will change. Except if you go to the Canucks, then you're just you're just going to, you know, end up like this. But nonetheless, <laughs> Geraldine, do you have a different offering? I mean, I can try. <laughs> Let's see if I can beat that. Uh, secret superfoods. My love, we could talk for like hours about secret superfoods, to be honest. But uh, I will tell you some of my favorite ones. Um, Moringa. Uh, definitely look up Moringa. Uh, also, uh, pine. Pine cones. Pine needles. Okay. Are amazing for lungs. Lung, lung infections, lung healing, colds, flus, stuff like that. And I, would, I tried it for the first time when I had a, a cold uh, maybe two years, two years ago, I think. Wow, that stuff was powerful. It totally helped so much. Um, but he, here's something that I will tell you, okay? Um, as in everything, if you, if you charge your food with life force and you put the intention in what you're going to eat, remember that we are made most of water and water is programmable, okay? So a lot of foods and also plants and living things, they hold this kind of programmable DNA within them. You as a human can put your intention into whatever you're eating and make it actually something that's healing for you, okay? Now, obviously, don't be eating a lot of junk food, but in whatever that you're eating in your, your daily meal, I want you to charge it with life force, with love, unconditional love, and with white and gold light. And imagine that whatever you're going to eat is going to heal you, nourish you, provide you with all the vitamins and nutrients that you need. Okay? Um, and then superfoods, God, we can go an hours hours about that. But I um, my favorites are Moringa. My favorites are spirulina, uh, blue blue algae spirulina, um, major antioxidants, and acai. I really I really love the effects of acai, um, and yeah, those are the ones I will I will share with you for now. There's so many more. And here I thought you were going to mention asparagus. Uh, asparagus is great. Oh, mushrooms! Mushrooms are my new favorite ones, and I'm completely in love with. Um, Cordyceps, lion's male, lion's tail, not lion's mane, lion's mane, and uh, ashwagandha, and I forget the other one. But wow, those are super awesome superfoods. What about mushrooms. what about dandelions? Oh, so good. Love dandelions. Get you some dandelion tea. It actually tastes like coffee. I I, I don't really drink coffee, but I I've heard that it's very similar to that, and it smells like it. It's amazing. So get yourself some dandelion. Yeah. Good job, Dave. Any hey, other one? Hey, I'm growing here. I'm growing. Because <laughs> You're amazing. I'm trying to. Look at you. I'm trying. I'm very, very much trying. You so know, great. You know, I will say this. Probably the biggest Zed move that I have for my own healing is being in the forest. 
It is so incredible yes. how healing the forest is. You know, yeah. you know, I, I have gone on the fo- into the forest on just like an hour or two drive, you know, yeah. just driving nice and slow and really taking in nature. And I get home and I am so tired and drained. It's like every bit of negative energy has been pulled out of me wow. by the forest. It it is the most healing that I think I do, and I like I am just begging for the snow to start melting, so that way yes. we can uh, get back in the forest. We got forty five seconds, Geraldine. Tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, thank you so much. If you want to get a DNA reprogramming or a hypnotherapy, you can reach me at GeraldineRosco.com. Please check out and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I have an amazing challenge going on right now for this month of transformation. So check that out. Um, And, of course, my support group, HybridMother.com. Check us out and join us for free if you are an experiencer. We dive really deep. So I want to thank you so much. Join me at the Biomed Expo at the end of this month and also at Portal to Ascension next month. Uh, You can find all of those events on my schedule in my event calendar on my website. Thank you so much for having me, Dave. Much love to you. Thank you for everything and to everyone that joined us. I will see you in about 11, 12 days at UFOCon 2023. Geraldine, much love to you, my beautiful friend. Much love. See you soon. Coming up next, we're going to head to the swamp. Then, Big Tex and his gorgeous beard are here for the cryptid report filling in for Super Duke tonight. Spaced Out Radio continues right after this. Hot darn, that was a good show. Hot darn. Yes, great show with Geraldine again. Can't wait to see her again. She's so awesome. All right, I'm going to take a quick break here, and then we'll kick off hour number three. Hold on.
All right. What a great show. What a great show tonight with Geraldine. Absolutely love her. Once again, I will remind you, in a few days' time, a couple weeks here, less than two weeks, I will be in San Francisco for UFOCon 2023. And if you're thinking of going, I want to see you there. You can meet Kira from our chat room. She's going to be there as well. And I believe a couple more people from our chat room are going to be there, which is really cool. I will be hosting the event. And I'm not speaking this year, but... We'll have lots of time for our fans who are there, UFOCon2023.com. And then, of course, uh, we are making a push right now because April 1st, we are shutting down VIP tickets for our Vegas party because we got to get things ready for you. If you haven't received an email or you haven't heard from us, email info at spacedoutradio.com. I know Kat sent out emails the other day regarding, hey, are you coming or not? Because we got like 45 emails that we've gone through. We need to know how many tickets you want. Do you want VIP or not? And if you do, we need your shirt size. And of course, uh, we need uh, to get everything settled up in order to get those tickets out to you. So make sure that you uh, email info at spacedoutradio.com. We want to see you all there. We want to see you guys have a lot of fun with us. And uh, our great guests that we have, like Geraldine's going to be there, Science Bob, Laurie and Fenton, Melinda Leslie. Uh, who else is going to be there? Random guy's going to be there. Um, Merle's going to be there. Carter Bouchard, Bigfoot Rob is going to be there. Uh, Brian Bowden, if he's feeling better. I did talk to Brian the other night. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of cool people going to be there. So make sure you come on in. I got some news after the show tonight. Stick around for that. Here we go. Would you like to connect with us? Head to spacedoutradio.com for all your latest show info. Now, back to Dave Scott and SOR. Here we go with the third and final hour of Spaced Out Radio tonight. My name is Dave Scott. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. We very much appreciate earning your listening ears wherever you are on this beautiful planet we call Earth. Hello to everyone listening in on our terrestrial affiliates around North America, digitally on Odyssey Radio, TalkStream Live, and KPNL. All of our archives are free. Join us at youtube.com forward slash spaced out radio. Do old Davey the favor, hit that subscribe button. The Desert Clam has set the password for tonight in the SOR Space Travelers Club. Obsidional. There we go. Obsidional is your password. Use it wisely, space travelers, as the clam sets the password each and every night right here on Spaced Out Radio. Our website, spacedoutradio.com. We have a plethora of features for you. Rock out to Bumblefoot, read the newswire, check out our swag as well. Follow us on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio, Instagram at Spaced Out Radio Show, and on TikTok at Spaced Out Radio. It is time once again for us to head to the swamp. Our resident swamp dweller takes us on another spooky journey. 
Hi, Spaced Out Radio listeners. This is Swamp Dweller. It's time for your nightly dose of spookiness on the show. If you have an interesting encounter or a spooky story that you would like to share, be sure to submit them in at swampdweller.net. You can also find our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash swampdwellerreads. Now, let's chill out, relax, and together, let's enter the swamp. I have had a couple of strange things happen to me in my lifetime. I have lived in both New Zealand and Australia, and I have had some weird experiences for both, but I want to talk about the two I experienced growing up. As I am 19 now and they have stuck with me ever since I can remember. The first story is the first paranormal thing I can remember happening to me. There have been a few now. I grew up in a rural area of New Zealand in the South Island. I was around 5 years old at the time this story happened. It was sometime around 7.30 at night, and I was playing with my dolls. As I sat there playing, I began to get that cold and uneasy feeling that often settles over you when you are being watched. Being a small child, I did not know exactly what to do, so I froze. My hands clenched around the dolls tightly. It felt like forever as I sat there, waiting for the feeling to dissipate. But it didn't. It continued, until eventually from my closet, I heard the soft voice of a man say, Hello? Hello? I was immediately filled with fear. I muttered a quiet, Hello? Back before I bolted to my parents crying hysterically, telling them what I had heard. They did not take my story too seriously, as I was so small. They chalked it up to a hyperactive imagination, and since it was past my bedtime, they thought maybe I was just sleep deprived. The other story comes from when I was 7 years old. This happened to me and multiple other people, but it still left me very jittery. This story happened at my primary school. Now some important background information about my school. It was in a place in New Zealand called Tua Marina and was situated below a cemetery on a hill. The site of which memorializes the event which took place in the area where at least four Maori people were killed in 1843 by British colonizers over a land dispute. That, and it is also a commemorative site for locals killed in the Boer War. It is a delightful spot for a primary school I am aware. I was going into the bathroom during my lunch break when I stumbled across the older sister of one of my friends surrounded by her friends crying hysterically. The girls looked at me and were worried. They thought that I might tell the teacher. I cannot remember why exactly, so they asked me if I would keep a secret. And so the sister began to describe what had happened. She had been playing hide-and-seek with her friends in the wooded area of my school, the area closest to the cemetery on the hill. She had been hiding when she saw the shadow of a man on one of the trees opposite of her. When she turned to run, it began to whisper her name repeatedly, so she ran and found her friend who was the seeker, and when they went to see it again, the shadow was gone. Many years ago, when I was young and fit, I was out exercising before dawn. Our local cemetery was high on a hill. I would walk up the hill, then jog all around the concrete and gravel roads that wound in and around the graves. I had done this prior mornings and I was not afraid of being in the graveyard pre-daylight. I had family and friends buried there. It was isolated and I felt rather safe. 
One of the individuals interred there was a little girl named Kay. Kay was only 12 and starting junior high when an impatient idiot behind the wheel of a car killed her. On my frequent runs past Kay's well-kept grave, I often greeted her, wished her well, expressed my sorrow regarding her short, sweet life. On this morning of which I write, I jogged past Kay's grave and called out my greeting. In my head she spoke urgently to me. It's not safe up here this morning. I jogged on, a bit startled. Of course I glanced about, but all was normal. A few minutes later, Kay spoke again. There's a man up here. This time I stopped. Suddenly the dark hilltop seemed fraught with danger. My blood ran cold, and the hair on the back of my neck stood up. I know these things may sound like cliches, but they were no longer cliches in the moment. Still, I saw nothing. No man, no movement. But by now, every nerve in my body was screaming for me to get the hell out of there. I turned and ran. It was no longer a casual morning jog. It was a sprint for my life. I ran past Kay's grave back down the steep hill, caring not that my quadriceps complained. As I fled, I listened for any pursuers, and I heard none. But that did not lessen the overwhelming sense of peril that kept me running harder even after I exited the steep part of my route. The rest of that day, and even the remainder of that week, I listened for news of an escaped convict, a murderous madman, or anything that would explain Kay's urgent warning. But there didn't seem to be anything. I had no doubt then, nor do I have any years later, that I was in peril that morning. From whom, I don't know. But fifteen years have passed, and I can still recall the crystal clarity those two sentences from a poor child, put much too early in her grave, gave to me. Maybe this sounds crazy, but this is my story, and I stand by it. And that's why we love standing by the Swamp Dweller each and every night right here on Spaced Out Radio, and he takes us to another journey into the unknown. Yeah, he kicks off hour number three of this show each and every Monday through Friday night, and if you want more, all you got to do is head on over to his YouTube channel. There are thousands of stories just like that waiting for you. YouTube.com forward slash Swamp Dweller Reads. From the swamp to the forests and the bayous of Texas, it's time for Big Tex filling in for Super Duke on the Cryptid Report. <laughs> Super Duke tonight, but we got Big Tex down in Texas, of course, hanging on out with us for tonight's cryptid report, bearing the beautiful cowboy hat and the rustic yet very manicured beard of knowledge. Tex, it's always good. We'll get you to unmute your mic. It's always good to have you here, my friend. How you been doing? Man, if I was any better, it wouldn't be legal, brother. <laughs> the beard is looking fantastic. Hey, everybody, Steve Azar here. I've got quite the apparel collection that I can't wait to share with you. From micro-fleece pullovers to athletic polos and caps, my signature outerwear will have you stepping out in style. 
Play at Pearl River Resort Fridays and Saturdays in March, earn 200 base points, and get my signature apparel. It's always no work and all play at Pearl River Resort. See y'all soon. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Out only in Mississippi. Must be 21 or older to play. 92% of households that join Peloton early in the year are still active a year later. Yeah, if you like cycling to EDM. Not just EDM. Try cycling to Broadway hits, take a scenic hike in Iceland on our treadmill, or row to some 80s jams. Because I have so much free time. Whether you have 30 minutes or just five, Peloton can fit any schedule. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton tread, row, or bikes risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Fantastic, man. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, no problem. No problem whatsoever. Bad news is you were planning on coming to Vegas for our fan party, but you you just can't make it due to some personal stuff. Yeah, unfortunately, man. I, I, was, I was heartbroken, too. I was not a happy camper. But uh, <laughs> it's like, what do you do? You know, life gets in the way, so you just roll with it. I know the feeling. I know the feeling all too well. But you know what? The main thing is, uh, at least for you, the snow has dissipated because there is no snow down there. At least you had a little bit of freezing stuff there down in Texas. Yeah, we had a little bit. But, I mean, it's all gone. You're able to get back into the forest again. How does that feel to be able to be just around the corner from some serious Sasquatch investigation? Oh man, it feels awesome. Um, we just went back out uh, a few weeks ago and uh, I'll be dead gum if we didn't walk out with more of what we went in, we walked out of with last time, you know, um, I guess, I guess you've talked to little Tex, <laughs> so uh, you know what he's got, right? Yeah, no, I, you know what? I, he hasn't opened up to me about his latest Okay, then I'm not going to tell you. No, hold that one off. Hold that one off. <laughs> you know, but he, you know what? The the problem with the kid, Little Tex, uh, Nicholas Shaughnessy, who's on our After Hours yeah. show, the problem with him is he needs a beard, Tex. You need to teach him. <laughs> you you, you got to throw, when you're out looking for Sasquatch, you got to find a pile of that Sasquatch poop and rub it on his cheeks a little bit so he starts <laughs> sprouting some gristle on that face, that baby face he has. Yeah, he, uh, I tell you what, man, um, this was the first time that, you know, me and him had gotten to go in the field together and, uh, it was an awesome experience. I mean, he's a, he's a good kid and I like how he takes things in stride. You know, he, he don't get overly excited and, uh, we, we mesh well. So, and, uh, I've got an open invitation to go help him with his hog problem. So we're going to be doing that. Very nice. Very nice. What's it like? Okay. There's a lot of people listening to this show, Tex, who have never been in the forest looking for Sasquatch. They may have hiked some trails. They may have been camping in the wilderness, usually in, in, uh, government campgrounds or, or they may have, you know, posted a tent up by a lake in their younger years with their buddies and, and their friends for a weekend of partying or whatever it may be. But going into the forest and searching for these, I don't want to call them monsters because I don't think they are, but these cryptid creatures that, that are hiding in plain sight. 
what does the average person miss when they first start out or want to just say, hey, man, let, let's go out the forest, drive the logging roads, and see if we can find something weird? You know what? I think uh, <laughs> I think they miss a lot um, because they really don't understand what they're looking for. And uh, they're, they're so dead gum hard to spot anyway, you know, because they're masters of their environment. And if you don't know the little nuances and stuff, because most people, when they go out and here's a, here's a major problem. Most people, when they go out and they're going big footing or whatever you want to call it, I call it camping, but uh, it's when they're looking around, they're looking like this, you know, and a lot of times you'll catch them down low. You know, um, they, they tend to, spend a lot of times on all fours or, or even belly crawling. Um, I've got a great picture from, uh, um, the late great Mr. Dotson that, uh, has one, um, at the back of the area, the area that I research and he's just, he's, he's on his belly and he's, he's got, he's got, he's reaching up towards a barbed wire fence and his face is between the second and third strands of barbed wire. So, you know, he's laying on the ground. He's still 18 inches off the ground. So, you know, um, but I think once you, once you see, once you see one and, and I think you can attest to this. Once you see one, you're always looking for them. It's hard to turn off, you know, but if you're out there just looking for stuff, I, my suggestion is, is don't honestly go out there enjoy your campsite and shut up <laughs> and open your ears and shut your mouth and you'll hear these little sounds and, and the absence of sound is a, is a big tale, you know? Um, but I, at times I think they would make great poker players. And then other times I don't think they would because um, the thing that I, that I really um, have discovered with with the ones i do i can't i i can't make a blanket statement on on the behavior of all bigfoot you know it's just the ones that i've encountered and i deal with um because i you know for years i was going out there by myself and spending you know two or three days nights at a pop and i would be sitting around alone my campfire and they would come up and if you don't if you don't um acknowledge them they even more brazen they i think they, they think they're getting away with something and they'll come in a little closer and they'll push that envelope a little bit more um but it's i i think if you go out and you listen not so much look that you'll you'll realize a lot more what are the clues if i'm in an area where i've done a little bit of google research because most of us do and it's telling me in this area back in 2014, there was a sighting. And then back in 2006 and then 1988, there was a sighting in this area. So I go into that area thinking, hey, maybe, just maybe, I might see the big guy. Yeah, It really is more than just driving in your vehicle mm-hmm. along the roads. What should I be looking for as signs that if I'm traveling on a logging road, I need to look for something 
out of the ordinary in order to see whether or not this may be the spot where I start my investigation. What am I looking for? One thing you can look for, and a lot of people talk about the structures, and you can, you can look for the structures, but the thing about it is you don't want to get yourself wrapped up in them because if you're in an area with a lot of snowfall or you're in a floodplain, there's a lot that you have to dismiss that, you know, you, you just have to write off. Um, if I'm looking at, if I'm, if to me, for me to really notice a structure and, you know, the, the, you know, popular X structure, everybody talks about and all that kind of stuff, you have to go through and you have to debunk it every way you can, um, before you go, okay, well, maybe this was something intelligent that made this. I pay more attention to the small ones because um, I went on a trip to Mineola to a conference and they had a camp out and we went over to the state park and I went, I took off out by myself and I went off trail and I ran, literally ran smack into um, one and it was two sapling trees that had been pulled over and they were woven and they weren't grown. A lot of times trees will hit and then they'll grow into each other. Okay. Um, but these weren't, um, and you can tell the difference because they'll, they'll leave tracks when they're growing and you can tell they're actually grown together. Um, this one, something had done this and, you know, not every archway is going to be made by a Bigfoot. You know, you, a lot of people talk about the archways. Another thing you can look for are game trails that are excessively big, bigger than the normal game that you have in the area. You know, um, that could tell you uh, um, that you might have a critter in the area. Um, if you look, <laughs> you can look for if there's you. You want to look for a a, a food source, uh, berries, plums that type of thing, um, easy access to drinkable water. And, um, I think if you, if you do that and it's got plenty of cover, you got a pretty good shot of one being in an area. Um, there's a tree breaks you have to be careful with. I normally don't pay attention to any tree breaks unless they're twisted and, you especially if they're by a game trail and you see something that's twisted they don't have to be huge i've seen the biggest one i've ever seen the tree twist the tree was about this big around i couldn't get both hands around it and it had been twisted do you remember making those little uh um lanterns in, in elementary school of uh construction paper yeah yeah I okay did. that's what this tree looked like it had been twisted so much it just exploded and that's what it looked like. It was, you know, broken up in bands and it was still, it was still green. It was still bleeding and it had been just laid over. It's like this, whatever just came over and just twisted it until it broke until it, you know, blew apart. And I got to look it around and it was surrounded by dead saplings that were about this big around. None of them were broke. So if it was wind, you, you know, you would logically think that it would break the dead, bigger stuff and not twist a live oak tree 
about eight inches around, <laughs> you know. Um, so that's the kind of stuff that I look for. Um, like I said, you have to look for a prevalent food fo- food source, water source, and a lot of cover. It's it's no different than looking for any other, you know, critter that you're looking to hunt. Um, you just have to remember that they have a level of intelligence that the other ones don't. <laughs> We got about two minutes to go before we go to break here. You know, we hear a lot about, uh, you know, these tree structures or, you know, almost like the Blair Witch Project with with little, uh, I, I don't want to call them sculptures, but tree branches bent in shapes that are hanging yeah. from trees. I mean, I've never seen that. I've never seen what I feel is a true tree structure. I mean, right. how hard are those to find? You know, it's I've I've only ran across a couple of what I've heard a lot of people call them glyphs, um, but I think this is what I think. I think if you're seeing a lot of those that stuff, um, and and you will, you 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 can run across them, and they'll just be little figurines, like little stick figures made out of you know twigs, but they'll be intricately woven. They might, you know, form a circle, almost like a dream catcher type thing, you know? And then it's just like cast aside. And I think, and I don't know, but this is my theory on this or my thoughts on it. That's the juveniles. And I mean, what else are they going to do? You know, that's them keeping busy. Same thing with the small tree structures I was talking about that, you know, the saplings that are woven together. I think that's just them playing, you know? And a lot of times if you get, we were sitting in camp one time, we started getting these, these pebbles zinging in the camp over us through a tree line, you know, and dinging us. And, and, uh, I think that's just the juveniles are messing with you. You know, they're probably going to get in trouble if they, if mom and pop caught them doing it. But, um, that's, uh, the, the glyphs, I, I haven't seen a whole lot of them. Um, but I have seen a few. And it, it does it does have that Blair Witch vibe to it every once in a while. I've yet to find one just hanging in a tree though. Mine are all, the ones I've found were always laying on the ground. Oh, I don't know how I would feel walking into an area with them hanging in the trees, man. Really that don't. would be kind of spooky. Well, it would. Well, let's know? talk and about uh, that. Let's talk about that and a little bit more when we return with Big Tex on the Cryptid Report, filling in for Super Duke from World Bigfoot Radio tonight. Texas cowboy hat and his beard are on par to bring the cryptids right to your ears. Spaced Out Radio continues with the final half hour right after this. Hey, the original A.A. Ron, what's going on? <laughs> All right, uh, Tex, give me a minute here because I got to go yeah, over no something problem. with our audience here. Uh, I I have some bad news. Uh-oh. Some bad news that I need to pass along to our audience. But it's good news, too. Okay, our after-hours show, as of this weekend, is going to be looking a little bit different. Uh, For almost a year, 
Grant Baker has been running the After Hours show. And today he gave me a very emotional phone call that stated that he would have to step aside for a little while. I don't know how long uh, because he's having a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, behind the microphone in his personal life that he is having to deal with. And hey, we all get to that point in life sometimes when life becomes very overwhelming. And Grant was uh, almost in tears talking to me about this today. And and I've kept an open door with him. And I said any time that he would love to come back, we would love to have Grant back because he is family. He is complete family. And, uh, and uh, Grant is going to be taking some time off. I don't know how long. Uh, it's indefinite, but he just needs to get some stuff cleared up on on the home front and on the work front in order to try and uh, make his life a little bit easier on a daily basis. And you know, sometimes us as people, we put too much on our shoulders. And at this point, that's what Grant feels he has done. So he apologized to me profusely, thinking that he let me down. I disagreed with him. And I said, man, I said, you're a brother to me. Uh, You're like family. And any time you want to come back, uh, you can come back. We got a spot for you on Spaced Out Radio. So starting this weekend, um, the show will be run by Marquise uh, Williams and you know and uh um it will be also uh, you know Danielle and uh, Nick will be there as well and you know we, I love Grant uh I want him to uh get uh the stuff that he needs to deal with uh through so we can get back to getting him back on the weekends uh Jessica Jones obviously will still be there for the off the trails uh, show on the weekends before after hours but right now for the time being uh, Marquise is going to be running the show uh, with uh, Danielle and Nick and we may add another person over the next few weeks we don't know yet we are going to talk to the team as a group uh, hopefully uh, we don't have to replace Grant and Grant can uh, in a few weeks or a couple months feel better and come on back in uh, that's what I'm hoping for, but uh, there will be a slight change uh, starting this weekend, and I just wanted to share that all to you guys because uh, I like to keep you guys up front with what is going on, and hopefully uh, uh, Grant can uh, get back in the saddle ASAP. Uh, so, you know, God bless him. Grant is just a an amazing human being. He really is a a nice guy and I I love him to death. He's like a he's like that crazy little brother that I never had. And uh um it sucks. It really sucks cuz uh you know, he is such a just a gem of a dude. Just a gem of a dude and I love him dearly. And so it was a hard phone call for about 45 50 minutes that we uh did today and uh you know, but I want to pass uh, on his love to all of you. 
and uh, Grant Grant did wonders with taking that show off and and jumping the numbers uh, in our audience all because of him, and he'd never done this before. And so we're passing the torch over to Marquise, for, and uh, Marquise, I think, is going to be able to run with the ball. I mean, uh, he is just an amazing talent, uh, and uh, he is raring to go. So uh, you're not going to see too many changes, but um, it's all going to be good. It's all going to be good for the weekends, but I just wanted to share that news with you. So if you're Facebook friends with Grant, send him a message, show him some love. He could sure use it right now. And uh, here comes the next half hour of the show. We've rounded third. We're heading for home tonight on Spaced Out Radio. My name is Dave Scott. Thank you so much for joining us. We very much appreciate earning your listening ears wherever you are on this beautiful planet we call Earth. If you've missed most of this show or others, you can always check out our free archives by going to youtube.com forward slash Spaced Out Radio. Do old Davey the favor. Hit that subscribe button. Our website is spacedoutradio.com. We have a plethora of features for you. Rock out to Bumblefoot, read the newswire, check out our swag as well. Follow us on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio, Instagram at Spaced Out Radio Show, and on TikTok at Spaced Out Radio. Here we go. Filling in for Super Duke from World Bigfoot Radio on the Cryptid Report is our main man from Texas, Big Tex. Cowboy hat, fantastic beard, and you know what? I'm glad you're here, my man. Glad you're here. How you doing, uh, dude? I, I love being here. I it's uh, I wish I I wish I could do this more for you. I have such a good time when I come on and do it because we you don't get to catch up very often. No, so. no. You know what? I gotta have you back on the show here. I do. I'm looking at my calendar. I'm hoping you're free. Uh, maybe next Monday. Are you free next Monday? Next Monday. What is the the thirteenth? The thirteenth. Um, 92% of households that join Peloton early in the year are still active a year later. Yeah, if you like cycling to EDM. Not just EDM. Try cycling to Broadway hits, take a scenic hike in Iceland on our treadmill, or row to some 80s jams. Because I have so much free time. Whether you have 30 minutes or just five, Peloton can fit any schedule. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton tread, row, or bikes risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com slash home dash trial. Whether you're working toward a bachelor's degree or training for a technical career, we can help get you there. We have a wide variety of classes offered online and on campus. Spring term begins January 11th. Visit mgccc.edu to register today and go big with Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. Yes. All right. We're going to put big techs in there. We're going to put big techs talking some Sasquatch in Texas. You know, uh, because I think I love chatting with you about about the big monster, man. I really, really do. And and the idea behind it all that uh, you're out there, boots on the ground, making things happen. And right before the break, we were talking about uh, beginners in this. What do they right. look for? 
You know, uh, we talked about tree structures and and these figurines that seem to pop up all over the place. Yeah. When you are looking in an area to really establish that this is a Sasquatch area, are you checking all of the other footprints that you could find, whether it's deer, raccoons, skunks, rabbits, or whatever it may be, to see what else is in the area, to see how active it is? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Um, one, because you want to know what's, what you got around you, you know. And I want to put this out there. You can never be 100% sure what is out there with you. And I'll give you a little example of that. <laughs> this area that we, that I research. We found out, uh, what was it, last year, year before last? Oh, there's supposed to be escaped freaking tigers in there. Uh, <laughs> if you've ever, nope. ever heard of Joe. Time out right there. <laughs> Time out right there. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever been a, a close to, to a tiger? Yeah, they're huge. <laughs> okay. They are massive. And on their back feet, they can stand 10 to 12 feet high. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm not even exaggerating over that. I had a buddy yeah. of mine who used to train tigers for television documentaries and commercials. And in fact, his tigers were used in the Gladiator movie. Oh, okay. Okay. Nice. And dude, I the fences on his tiger cages were 12 feet high. And when this yep. tiger stood on its hind legs... This tiger was literally the head was at ten feet, and then it extended its its paws. They are massive, massive cats, man. Yeah, and they about six hundred pounds. Oh my god! Okay, I'm not as worried right now about the fact that just two streets down from me, there has been over the last few days a mountain lion chasing deer through properties. Mm. I'm not as worried about that right now if you're dealing with tigers. <laughs> well, let me tell you a little story about this. Um, years ago, I, uh, I, I guess it was 2018 maybe, um, I had went up, and this is before I found anything else, anything out about possible tigers in the area, right? So I'm walking up the trail, and this trail's real washed out. Their ground level is about eye level, and perfect ambush spot and everything. And I'm, I'm, you know, gimping my way up the trail. It's a pretty steep, washed out trail. And I'm by myself. I've got a pen light, a pocket knife, and a phone with no service at the time. <laughs> so I'm bebopping up here, and I'm recording audio the whole time. And you hear me say, "Oh, I just heard a growl over here to my left," and it kind of had a little purr to it. Okay, so I continue on up the trail. I get up to the top, and I'm I'm shining this little pissy ant little pin light. This is, I mean, it's one with a bulb on the end. It is a cheap pin light, <laughs> and uh, so I'm I'm just kind of shining it around. You know, I got just enough light to walk, and I I turn over my left shoulder, and and I and I catch eye shine in the trees, and it's about two feet off the ground, two and a half. But the thing about this eye shine, it was like 
big around as a silver dollar and about eight to 10 inches apart. And I'm going through my head and I'm thinking, okay, what can have that kind of, the, the, the size of the eye shine, it could have been an owl. Okay. The spread on that thing. I'm trying to figure out what in the world I'm looking at and what's looking at me. And I'm thinking, man, there's nothing big enough out here aside from a, you know, a a critter, you know, bugger, Sasquatch, whatever you want to call it. And I'm thinking, this is cool. I've got one. And he's, and he's playing peekaboo behind a tree with me. Right. (laughs) See the eyes disappeared and they'll come back in. See the eyes. And he kind of starts, then he's kind of starts turning his head. I can just see, I can just make out sort of a shadow that's darker than the dark. You know what I'm saying? And he, he looks like he's kind of turning his head like the lights bothering him. And uh, then he stood up. And when he hit about four feet, I went, okay, it's probably time to back out. <laughs> so I walked back down the hill. Fast forward a few years later, we're going back up to that same place. We get surrounded. We pull up to the, where we park. We get surrounded by cops. There's there. I mean, immediately there's three, three sheriff's officers, two tribal deputies. And then we're like, what in the world is going on? You know? So we get out of the trucks and everything. And, and we ended up talking to them for about 45 minutes. They start telling us one, I was really shocked. They opened up to us and two of their said two of their officers had, had had Bigfoot sightings in the area. Um, but two, they were talking about, um, we were talking about being armed. They said, well, you, you know, if you don't have a hunting license, you can't carry a long gun, but we advise you to carry a sidearm. I said, okay, cool. So then they start telling us about Joe Exotic. A lot of people probably heard of him. Well, his, his initial place was about 40 miles from where I researched. Well, when he got shut down and somebody else took it over, they moved it within about two miles. Well, then when they got shut down, there was 17 large cats that were unaccounted for. Okay. And then they proceed to tell us that they've had reported sightings of tigers in the area. So, um, you know, you know, my partner, Jason, <laughs> he is convinced that that night I ran into a dad gum tiger and and not a Bigfoot. For my own comfort and sanity, I like to think it was a Bigfoot. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now, okay, and please don't take offense to what I'm about to say, but Tex, <laughs> you're much like me, okay? You're not an appetizer. You're a meal. Yeah. Okay? And I mean that with all, much love, okay? Much love. Why are you, brother? Okay? If that was a tiger... You or me are going down because they're putting on the bib right before they're yeah. about to pounce, okay? Because yeah, they, they are like, we got this fat son of a gun, okay? We're going to yeah. get some gristle. We're going to put them on the barbecue. We're going to get chicken fingers, okay? We're going to yeah. get chicken toes. We're going to get, uh, you know, some some nice pork loins, you know, and, and some rump roast and Everything they are going to roast us up as tigers, okay. And the fact that you were in there, not even with a a straw to shoot a uh, a spitball at the thing, 
that nothing, man. This is crazy talk, man. You don't go to, into an area with tigers with 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 not even. Well, I didn't a know any better at that point. <laughs> you know, well, and, and that was right when I started going up there, and and eventually, you know, I started carrying a, a, a buoy knife with me, and and it's not just any buoy; it's a fifteen and a half inch buoy. You know, <laughs> so. Um, and every time I've tried to pull it out, I've ended up cutting my finger. The thing is sharp, right? So I start carrying that and I, and I carried that for years and years and years. And then we find out about the whole tiger situation. The pig problem down there is just out of freaking control. And so were the, uh, mm, how do I put this <laughs> at that point? So were the, uh, individuals that partake of um synthetic chemical <laughs> mm-hmm. substances so i was convinced by others really that well um <laughs> nick valenti was a big was a big one he called me in the field found out that i wasn't armed and then he had a freaking cow man he was like what in the world are you doing <laughs> So, um, I started going armed and, uh, a lot of people, oh, you're not going to see any activity, you know, that you're carrying a gun and, and I, it has done nothing. If anything, the activity in the, in the encounters have ramped up since I've started carrying guns. I don't, I, I think these things, they're like a horse, they're like a dog or like a cat. They can sense your intention, you know, what we do. And I'm not sure if you do this. But what we do before we go into the forest is we let we we speak out loud that we are right. armed. Okay. And it's the stupidest thing because I don't know if they understand English. Okay. Right. I, I don't think they do. Okay, but we speak we speak the intention to the spirit that is out there in the forest. We ask and I'm curious if you do this too. We ask all the predatory apex animals to stay back because we are armed. But for creatures like the Sasquatch, we 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 say, please know this weapon that we are carrying is not for you. We will not raise it towards you. We will not shoot at you. We will not harm you with this weapon. We are bringing it out of the safety for the other apex predators right. that are out there. And we we set that intention. Literally, that's the first thing we do when we park. Do right. you do that too? Nope. <laughs> I, uh, I, I just, I haven't seen the need to. I mean, it hasn't, like I said, if anything, it's ramped up for me. You know, I just think, and I don't... I, I know I should, but I don't have 90% of the time. Mine's in my truck, (laughs) you know? Um, But I will tell you this, this last trip out there, I've been doing this since what, 2016, 2017 in that area. And I have never, never felt like I needed to grab my gun. Never. And I've had, I've had them walk up on me. I've had them, you know, make noises at me, stuff like that. I've seen them. It's just, I've, I've never felt threatened like that. This last trip, me and pops, Gary, Gary senior, y'all see him in chatter once in a while. Um, 
it was our first night out there. Uh, Nick and, and my other buddy hadn't, they hadn't got there yet. And we <laughs> sitting around a campfire, pops gets up to go take a leak. And next thing he knows, I'm standing up grabbing his shotgun because my pistol was in my truck. I'm standing up grabbing his shotgun. He's wondering what in the world going on. He heard a racket, but he thought it was me scooting my chair around on the pea gravel, right? Well, what it, what had happened was, and 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 you've heard my dogman encounter when I was 16, right? Um, the second encounter I had with what I believe was this creature, he come rushing out of the brush at me. And it was just a god-awful noise. I mean, things were breaking and snapping, and it was just unreal. That's what this thing sounded like on the br- in the brush down in the bu- in the cr- in the gully right beside our camp. I thought I didn't know what was fixing to come out of that brush, but I grabbed that shotgun and I was locked and loaded and ready to go. And then it took off running down down the gully, and we heard it for about fifty yards, and it just went silent. So I gave his I gave gave pops his shotgun. I grabbed my pistol and we went looking to see, and it's dark, pitch dark. And we went looking to see if we could see any eye shine or anything. At that point, we couldn't see anything. The next day, we found uh, uh, paw prints three and a half to four inches across that was standing right, <laughs> right on the edge of our camp watching us. And evidently, I don't know why, but that's only that's only tracks we found. But I, I just I don't I'm not sure if he would have made that much noise, you know, busting down through that brush. But whatever it was was big. I mean, big. And I mean, it sounded like me running down through there, you know. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I honestly I don't know what it was, but whatever it was was freaking huge. But uh, those are the canine tracks are the only tracks we found. I don't think it was a dog man or anything like that. Um, uh, they weren't big enough, but I don't think. Not after what I saw, they weren't. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a that was the first time I'd ever snatched up a gun and felt like I needed to in that area. Do you have wolves there? Not supposed to. Of course, we're not supposed to have bear bear either, but arguably, but they they're, they're there. We we had a sighting in one of our outings of a black bear, and then we ran into a couple of bow hunters that were checking their cameras. Uh, I'll tell you a little story about that. Um, and they had caught one on game cam, black bear down there. Um, and for y'all that don't know, it's southern Oklahoma. So we uh. <laughs> These bow hunters walk, you know, they drove up to drove up to our camp. They get out and, uh, you know, hello, the camp. And, you know, hey, y'all, how y'all doing, man? We just, we got game cams over here. We just, we, you know, we just want to check them. It's like, yeah, go ahead. You know, no problem. They said, yeah, well, I don't know what's going on. We got to come out here. We've had start coming out here every week. The batteries keep dying. <laughs> We're like, really? <laughs> Because we have electronic failure out there all the time. And uh, so that was kind of a little neat thing that happened. But 
that place is weird, man. I'm telling you, it's all kinds of crazy stuff I, out there. I'm not going there. I, you know, at first you almost had me convinced, but this whole tiger thing now, <laughs> I can't get over that, man. I cannot get over that. Well, I'll strap you up with a good sidearm there, brother. I'm, I'm uh, no, Make you feel better. I'll let you carry my 45. <laughs> you know what would happen? I've never even fired a handgun before. Handguns are illegal in Canada. Okay. <laughs> so I can tell you right now what would happen if I shot that thing. It's probably going to kick me back onto my butt about 15, 18 feet. No, no. Oh, yeah. Like that. Okay. No. Well, you shot way. a shotgun. You can handle a handgun. Come on now. It's not a cannon. I, I, no, on, honestly, I, I'm, I'm trying to be joking here. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I've never fired a handgun before. Never fired well, one. You get down to Texas and we'll, we'll, we'll solve that little issue. Yeah. Well, Dave is also uh, wanting to uh, do some of that hog hunting. Well, we'll we'll hook you up there too. We will hook you up that way too. Absolutely. I that you don't I even have to, you don't even have to worry about having to get your gun across the border. We'll hook you up. Oh, I have no problem that you probably got an arsenal of AR15s <laughs> hanging out waiting for one and just say, "Hey, choose choose your best." I'll tell you what I have that you probably really enjoy. <clears throat> I've got a uh I've got a 270 that uh it's a nail driver, brother. I mean, you're, you're 3,000 yards away. Yeah, that's okay. Oh, my. Oh, my. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to come down there. I'm just. Hey, gonna... there's Nick right there. Yeah, big Nick, big text showing up or little text showing up, uh, you know. And you know what? We only got about 45 seconds or about a minute here to go with you. Text and I, I love it when you're here, and I'm, I'm so excited that you're going to come on next Monday, and we'll do a full interview about uh, your stories and your encounters and more with uh, tigers, hunting tigers, <laughs> you know? You know, and the, oh. and the 17 are just the ones you know. Never mind yeah. the fact that, see, up here we're not allowed to have exotic animals. They're right, illegal, right. but I know in Texas everything is legal. Well, almost. Okay, <laughs> much. so I know I could just imagine that if there's seventeen, they're breeding. Yeah, you know that's a very good possibility, and the, I mean the thing about it is we don't know for sure because none of our teams ever seen one. I'll make this real quick, but you know when you've got tribal officers and sheriff's officers telling you this. You know, what are you supposed to believe? You know, they're not you, telling you, you not to come a, out there. They're just like, well, you need to be aware. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know? Tex, but the reason I, they- I, I got to get you to hold on because I do have to say goodnight <laughs> to you okay. here. But uh, big thank you for filling in for Super Duke from World Bigfoot Radio. Thank you to Swamp Dweller. Thank you so much to Geraldine Roscoe earlier on for hanging on out with us and a great interview as well. We got Mr. Ron Bumblefoot Thal. Rocking in the background with Little Brother is watching. Bumblefoot is the official music of Spaced Out Radio. Rocking us in and out of every single show. Get your horns up for the guitar god himself. Special thanks to everybody listening in at home, at work, in your cars, wherever you may be. Thank you to everyone in our chat rooms tonight. 
YouTube, Twitch, LGAP, Facebook, Spreaker, LinkedIn, The Space Travelers Club, and on Twitter at hashtag SpacedOutRadio. Remember, this show is copyright by Spaced Out Radio and SOR Media Ventures Limited. Thank you so much for choosing to share your evening with us. Because together, my friends, we own the night. Mr. Bumblefoot, we need a favor. We need you to take us home. Yes, the Wu Train has docked for the night. But soon, my friends, we shall ride again. Your seats are always available. Your tickets never expire. And if you want to bring a friend, we got room for them, too. Good night. of households that join Peloton early in the year are still active a year later. Yeah, if you like cycling to EDM. Not just EDM. Try cycling to Broadway hits, take a scenic hike in Iceland on our treadmill, or row to some 80s jams. Because I have so much free time. Whether you have 30 minutes or just five, Peloton can fit any schedule. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton tread, row, or bikes risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Whether you're working toward a bachelor's degree or training for a technical career, we can help get you there. We have a wide variety of classes offered online and on campus. Spring term begins January 11th. Visit mgccc.edu to register today and go big with Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. 